7 o'clock. You know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, happy impeachment eve, everybody. Welcome to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Radio for Humans, not Trump cultists. And, of course, fellow humans joining me on the program tonight, the one and only Mr. Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, Steamtown. Well, it's not Steamtown tonight because we're covered in ice. Yeah, we didn't get hit quite so bad. We got a light dusting of snow here, but it's going to warm back up into the 40s here shortly. So, um, and, uh, and I know somebody might be envious of those temperatures because they're way down in Port St. Lousy, Florida. <laughs> uh, rain is off to, rain is off tonight and subbing, of course, uh, the one and only Michelle Lagan, uh, on loan from Mike check radio. Welcome. Yeah, we've had, uh, we've had some rain the past couple days and it is currently 78 degrees at 7.02 PM here Ooh, in Florida. I like Yay. that. <laughs> so uh and of course I, I i don't think he minds it as much mr miles lagan port st Lucie, also on loan from mike jack radio yeah no i am in a comfortable spot temperature wise so yes yeah. hello all right well thank you guys so much for filling in on this very special night uh poor rain uh, she had some plans tonight uh some holiday plans and uh she's come down with a bug so everybody wish her well um oh. so uh, but yeah, she's like, I'm available, but I'm going to sleep. And I was like, you sleep. Because if she has anything close to what Susan's getting over, um, oh boy, she needs it. She needs the rest. Um, and, uh, I was fortunate enough to mostly kick it. Although now that the temperature is completely fluctuated again and there's snow and the barometric pressure and everything. Now my phlegm is out of control. So, oh, no. <clears throat> oh it's bad. It's bad. It's really bad in the mornings. So, I barfed. I barfed. Oh. It was so bad. Oh, so that's I, unpleasant. Yeah. Um. Well, you see. Well, I'm not going to get into it, but basically, I get so congested that sometimes it causes a gag reflex. So I've done but, that. I've done yeah. that. I feel for you. It's so fun. so yeah. It it, it uh, yeah. So it's not so good. But anyway, uh, you know that's not going to slow me down on impeachment eve, everybody. This is so exciting. <laughs> I mean, I know I'm personally not doing a Christmas Eve show. Adam Hebert's going to take the reins. And if some of you folks out there want to uh, join him, you should talk to him on Facebook. And, you know, if you want to join him for a segment or an hour or whatever, uh, I'm not sure if uh, Miles and Michelle are going to be there. I don't want to speak for you. But um, but Adam will be uh, taking over doing a special edition of Mike Check Radio uh, on uh on Christmas Eve, because I'll be at family. Uh, at family. I'll be at family like caveman. <laughs> How is Babby formed? 
Uh, so, <laughs> and, and, and we should hear, you know, because I feel so good on impeachment Eve, um, I, I think we should, uh, we should find, we should hear how is Babby formed. Uh, yes. How is Babby formed? How is Babby formed? How girl get pregnant? They need to do way in stain mother. Who killed the babbies because these babby can't frick back? It was on the news this morning. A mother in awe who had killed her three kids. They are taking the three babby back to New York to Lady to Rest. My <laughs> Barry are with the father who <laughs> lost his children. I am truly sorry for your lots. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Uh, that is from a Yahoo Answers. Um, somebody typed, how is Babby formed? How is Babby formed? How girl get pregnant? And then this person started talking about something they must have heard on, on like Fox News or something in response. And they're like, and, and basically I translated as they need to do away with insane mothers who kill their babies. And, <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so, so that it was, it was, uh, it was animated by a guy who basically put cavemen in the roles of, you know, reading this bad grammar. So, <laughs> with, oh, with with a great voice voice artist. So, um, sounded like a little like Yoda with a brain tumor. <laughs> something along those lines. Um, and uh, so anyway, so anyway, we have some some special treats for everybody tonight on the show. I have two predictions. Two predictions. And you know what? I got inspired I QAnon, everybody. I really did. I, I got a oh, lot of yeah. lot of inspiration from QAnon. I found a, a Canadian QAnon, couple QAnon guys on uh, that. They just made this video, and it was funny because I found all these different QAnon videos. And one of them, the it, uh, YouTube channel has sixty six subscribers. The video had like a hundred views and six upvotes. And on the beginning of the video, it says over 100 million views. <laughs> it was like, what? Wow. What? Okay, <laughs> that's that's neat. Over a hundred like million I was views. Bad <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So I found these two Canadian QAnon freaks, and um, and I, I decided to just get a little bit of audio for, for something that they believe in. It, it inspired my prediction. Here you go. What I'm doing is trying to keep people awake with what QAnon is, and I'm going to speculate, right? I've written a blog article about this on my website. Oh, have you? That Donald Trump is JFK's living revenge on the New World Order deep state, and this was all planned from a variety of people. JFK Jr. and Trump were friends, and JFK's grave... Go up from the top. It's a Q. It looks like a Q. It does indeed. And Trump and his dad, well, I should say his dad and his uncle, I believe were both FBI informants. You believe that, do you? It's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. Is it, can I hear it again? Do you have time? Uh, no, we don't have time. But uh, yeah, so that's where the, that's where this JF, JFK Jr. thing is coming from. Is that like... There was a prediction that, that Trump was going to have some kind of rally or something, and JFK Jr. was going to reveal himself as to, to being alive, and <laughs> and 
it, it's so crazy. It's so crazy and so awesomely stupid that people believe it. And the thing about if you look at JFK Jr.'s grave is from an aerial shot, it's like in a circle and then there's a pathway that leads off of it. So it looks like a queue. So it's been set up all along. <laughs> you know. No, it hasn't. It's all bullshit. <laughs> I, I hope I hope those guys are getting together with the Bigfoot hunters and the oh, alien yeah. um, astronaut people. Cause, oh, yeah, you know, yeah. Alien history people. They, really need, they need to have a party this year because yeah, oh, they, are, they are slinging some wonderful conspiracies. Oh, here. man, they make, Seriously. they make, yeah, they make uh, <laughs> the, um, the, oh, what do you call them, the, um, Oh, the the pizza the Pizzagate people look like they're rational. <laughs> um, but so so inspired by this, Joe, I thought you would enjoy hearing my. I have two predictions. All right, prediction mm-hmm. one, prediction one, mm-hmm. based on all this information from, from QAnon. Tomorrow, QAnon will swoop into Congress in his underoos and lock up all Democrats for being meanies to Fat Donnie. Also, JFK Jr. will magically appear in the clouds to give corn dogs and new mobility scooters to all Trump supporters with a wave of his hand. <laughs> then, there's more. Then, Trump's special agents from Space Force will vaporize Comey and all the Clintons with their disintegrator rays as they congregate in the basement of Comet Pizza. And then, wow, there's even more. Soon no, after, this is all happening tomorrow. Soon after, Area 51 will be revealed as a cold storage for deep state Luciferian Illuminatus lizard people clones and burned to the ground by Ted Nugent. Finally, Trump will be crowned Grand... Yeah, finally, yes. Trump will be crowned Grand Poobah by his cult and be showered with hamburgers and KFC famous bowls as tribute. Oh my god. And my second prediction is, uh, or maybe Trump will just be impeached. <laughs> what yeah. if they both? What if they both happen? Oh shit! Then I'm, you know, <laughs> you're prescient. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Prescient. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I, I just I got inspired by QAnon, you know. I thought this 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 all seems like it's legit going down. You have um, to give them credit, though. They have really good imaginations. Oh, they really do. They really I mean, do. they should be writing some science fiction stuff. JFK Jr.? I don't even get that. Was he going to fly out of the clock? Well, he can't fly, could he? That's well, the problem. No, no, that's yeah. yeah, that would right. be the problem. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I, I'd like to appeal that ruling. Uh, okay, love it. let me check again. I'd like no, to appeal that. Sorry. Really? I'd like to appeal that. Uh, <laughs> this, this is going all the way to the supreme ruling. I'm telling, I'm telling you, right you what. I'm telling now we you know, I'm sorry. I've less due process on the show than the Salem witch trials. So I could tell. Yeah. I, I know. I know. Jeez. Uh, too soon. Hey, too soon oh. on the Salem witch trials. Too soon. Oh, okay. So <laughs> too soon I bu- I buzz Jeez. myself. Um, yeah. So I knew we were going to have fun tonight. Uh, but yeah, so, so there you go. There's the prediction. If you want to, if you want to read it and fact check me tomorrow, um, I posted it on the turnips page. So okay, I saw it. I saw it. Oh, and Adam, Adam said it's too soon too. So I'm taking my uh, Christmas card back. From Adam. Oh, you said you didn't send any out. 
I I was I was gaslighting them. That's why. Oh, okay. So, uh, all right. Well, let's go ahead and start because I just I just kind of let the cat out of the bag. Did you guys, uh, Miles and Michelle? Uh, I know Joe's seen this, but did you hear about the letter Trump sent to Nancy Pelosi today? Yes. I saw the article. I didn't oh. read through it, but oh I saw the, the headline and the little like paragraph below it, and oh. I realized, yeah, yeah. Can I oh give you a word God. of advice, Michelle? Yeah. Don't. I yeah. I, I try to stay away <laughs> from the news lately. Yeah, oh my God! It is so <laughs> fucking funny. It is it, so actually, funny and pathetic, and I, I mean, it is scary. It's it's, but it's it's. Well, here, uh, Brooke Baldwin had a roundtable with uh, John Avalon, and um, there, there's a couple other people, but I, I got this last minute, so I apologize. I think she mentions the names of the other people who were on the panel. But uh, the, the, here, here's a, here it is. I even misspelled it, Book Baldwin. But I put an E at the end. So, uh, but here we go. Book Baldwin, Brooke Baldwin on CNN with John Avalon and others. This is the president's response going on. And Brooke, just one line to give you an example of the kind of tone in this letter, which we'll read in full after this. He says, more due process was afforded to those accused in the Salem witch trials. We've seen the president tweet that before, but this is on official White House letterhead where the president is saying that to the House Speaker, saying that it's this illegal partisan attempted coup. And of course, just going after her um, multiple times and then says he thinks that he has no doubt the American people will hold Democrats responsible for this during the 2020 election. Quote, they will not soon forgive your perversion of justice and your abuse of power. <laughs> wow. Wow. Caitlin, I'm going to let you keep reading. We're all reading. John Avalon, Jen Rogers. I mean, as I'm, as I'm, I'm glancing at these lines, it's like if, if you took all of the tweets and strung them all together, that's what we have from this president who, by the way, had tweeted, you know, bring it on, impeach me. What, what do you make of this? <laughs> I just want to be really clear. Uh, I've just read through quickly all six pages. Um, this is unhinged. This is an unhinged rant from the president of the United States on White House letterhead. Mm. It's clearly something he dictated, at least in part, because it's got a lot of his greatest hits from his campaign speeches and elsewhere. Mm -hmm. This is the definition of not presidential. Mm. He is venting his spleen in public, but with the weight of history behind it. And he's making a series of statements that are both not true, reversals of of fact, uh, one of his classic moves, project and deflect. We see it over here, he, you know, he's quoting certain congressmen uh, cursing. He says, you are the ones interfering in America's elections. You are the ones subverting America's democracy. You are the ones obstructing justice. You are the ones bringing pain and suffering to our public for your own selfish, personal, and political gain. Is the President of the United States dictating this to his staff, presumably over their objections and better judgment? This is unhinged. You know, saying it's unhinged uh, implies that there were hinges in the first place. <laughs> so, <Right. laughs> I mean, right. it's like it's like they tried to put up a door with you using like a bread tie at the top and just was like that's good enough. Yeah. <laughs> you know. well, it was one of the thicker bread ties. It's un, yeah. it's un, it's unbread tied. <laughs> <laughs> um, but my God, I mean, it, it, you know, no, I didn't do this. You did this. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's straight so, up projection. <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like you know. Oh God, I I I can't even. I can't even. It's it's beyond. 
it, you know, it, it, I know, I know it's projection miles, but it's 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 just even more. It's now it's it's you know I know you are, but what am I? You know, uh, <laughs> it does trigger my Schadenfreude response. I'll tell you that. Oh, does it now? Um, okay. uh, yeah. Uh, you say that? Schadenfreude. People taking pleasure in your pain. Yeah, yeah. I know you are, but what am I? <laughs> I mean, I'm gonna impeach you. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised he didn't say that. I mean, you know, Joe. There's, there's just nothing there. there you know it's six pages i mean but, but my question is joe do you know did he write this in crayon sharpie or his own feces <laughs> <laughs> he, he wrote it. that's why it took so long to write he, he did it between sharts oh okay yeah, yeah he had to keep dipping his pen in the sharts <laughs> but, but, but i i'm throwing a french fry at you through the microphone that hit me Hit me on the cheek, and you know, I'll you know what? It, cheek, though, well, here I have, I, I have exactly what it sounds like uh, when he was writing. Here you go. Uh, bing, bing, bong, and dat. Yeah, that's so. it. <laughs> what it was, what that letter was, was actually he couldn't. There still is a, a word restriction on Twitter, and and to put that in consecutive tweets would have taken him more time than he can stay awake. So he put it in a letter that I understand took him weeks to write. Wouldn't be surprised. Got it yeah. done in the nick of time. <laughs> yeah. Um. On, an, on, on the eve. Oh, on, I mean, eve. seriously. Because in Michelle, you heard what, what you know, um, Brooke Baldwin said there. This is a guy who's who said, bring it on, impeach me, do it now, do it fast. And now he's like, uh it's not right. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of it, the way he's writing this stuff and the way he's talking. Reminds me of when he was in the in the debate against Clinton. You no, know, you're the puppet. You're the puppet. All yeah. that little childish <laughs> back and forth crap. But uh, the problem is to call him childish or to call him a whiny diaper baby is an insult to all children everywhere. So I don't even yeah. know if there's a term that would not insult something that's more intelligent than he is out there for. Yeah, I don't know, but so, yeah, no puppet, no puppet. It's pretty clear. You're the puppet. It's, I know you are, but what am I? Yeah. Yep. So he, yeah, he he's got that that <sighs> juvenile. I can't make a real argument, so I just have to throw your own words back at you because I am not intelligent enough to defend myself. Yeah, it's so it, it you know, and can you imagine the sta the staffers that actually wrote the letter that were like cuz yeah. you know it's a dead giveaway that there are words in there that Trump can't use in a sentence. Um that <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're like uh they're probably like okay, yeah, we're going to change that a little bit. But there are a lot of his, there's a lot of his greatest hits in there though. Yeah. I think he had had consultations over the the last few weeks on that one. But um there are too many exclamation points not to be him. And this is on... You know what I mean? This is on White House stationery. Uh-huh. Yeah. White House yeah. letterhead. Yeah. To which hunt. More, yeah, he, he literally said that there was more due process in the Salem Witch Trials. That, uh, okay. 
No. Well, it, why? <laughs> yeah. why? Spoiler alert. <laughs> the trial yes. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah. Not I mean, to mention should... last Sunday, uh, Jerry Nadler offered him the opportunity to send himself or his lawyer to the uh, the hearings. Mm-hmm. And, still uh, obstructing. Still obstructing. Um. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 stunning. <laughs> this is very stunning stuff. <laughs> um. And, and uh, there's there's so much more going on because the the Guli, the Guliani stuff. Well, we'll get to that. I don't want to oh. jump to that too quick. But um. Bad. But it, here, listen to this. Listen to this. Just absolute abject denial of of reality um and uh this is uh this is trump today respond oh i can't believe he actually responded to jim acosta in the white house do you take any responsibility for the fact that you're about to be impeached no i don't take any uh zero uh, to put it mildly uh, they took a perfect phone call that i had with the president of ukraine an absolutely perfect call you know it, they all know it uh, nothing was said wrong in that call to impeach the president of the united states for that is a disgrace and it's a, a mark in our country and i'll tell you why mark on you other presidents in the in the future unless they do something about this other presidents are going to have to live with this and every time they do something that's a little bit unpopular a little bit strong even if they're 100 percent right because i've done a great job when you look at the kind of jobs we've created when you look at the economy that we've created when you look at rebuilding the military taking care of the vets you just take a look at what we've done with choice veterans choice with accountability in the vets uh, with what we've done to protect our second amendment and so many other things nobody's done as much as i've done in the first three years actually he did do some halfway decent stuff for the, for veterans um but i don't think he can take full credit for that obviously um because i know my my nephew william who has ptsd actually just got a boon for um back pay on his disability so um so yeah so there's you know he's done a little bit for the military um but you know the economy you know it's it's all smoke and mirrors uh nobody's done as much as i've done in three years i mean yeah i mean you you fucking you know uh you and Mitch McConnell have helped to steamroll by, you know, putting in all those worthless judges. Uh, you know, you did all that because McConnell cackled about how he obstructed Obama for so long. So, you know, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, he takes zero responsibility, zero responsibility. I know it. You know it. It was a perfect call. I did nothing wrong. no. Fox News has a poll out. Fifty percent of Americans want him impeached and removed, according to a Fox News poll. Forty forty six percent say no. And then wow, it's getting higher. Yeah, that's Fox News, and uh, yeah. So, but and I've got a good clip for that. Um, Actually, yeah. Let's let's see. How long is that one? Um, I've got. Uh, it's. Uh, let me see how long it is, and I might be able to play it. Now. Yeah, it's only a minute and a half. Let's go. Listen to this, Juan Williams, and, and listen to just the. Uh, oh, Greg Gutfeld. I hate him so much. Um, it, yeah. Li listen to listen to his response here, Miles. Where uh, uh, Juan Williams brings up their their 
their own poll. When you've got Rudy Giuliani still over in the Ukraine, you might think, hmm, I wonder if he's still trying to influence the 2020 race the way that they tried to influence the Russians and the whatever, the 2016 mm. race. It sounds to me like, huh, why would Trump allow Rudy Giuliani to go back there and give the opponents, the Democrats, fodder? Because they think it's exactly right. Exactly that claim. Because they think it's right. It's not okay. fun. They're not hiding oh, anything. I see. Yeah, They're yeah. not hiding anything. Because they're stupid. Okay. The second point to be made to Jesse <laughs> is this. We have a new Fox News poll that says half the nation, half the nation still favors not only impeaching, still. but removing. The same removing. as two months ago. So what you have is, I think, you know, as Dana pointed out, there's not much mind changing. You go up or down about four or three points in either direction, but half the country wants them impeached and half the country doesn't. I don't think a whole lot has changed on that front. But I do think this, that we can agree. The, I think everybody at this table can agree. Fox poll is a good poll. The president doesn't like it, but it's a very good poll. I don't trust and I any poll. I think the people who are freaking I'm out fair and losing are the people who oh, are, God. Hmm, is his name Donald Trump, making fun of Nancy Pelosi's teeth, <laughs> picking on a 16-year-old girl, tweeting a record This amount. is my point. It's oh. horrific. These tweets are horrific. Yeah. No, they're not. you got to ratchet. If you can ratchet back your hysteria, you might. people might actually trust you when you're critical. But He's the one who's acting in a hysterical <laughs> manner. No, that those tweets are hilarious. What? <laughs> <laughs> he said hysterically. <laughs> wow, that guy was—that guy sounded like he was coming off the hinges there. Oh okay. yeah. So well, yeah, the there's some definite defensiveness of Trump going on on that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a. Uh, uh, okay. Wow. What I know a you start. are, but what am I? Yeah. So yeah. yeah. yeah well, he called the guy frantic or hectic or I don't know. Uh, yeah, that's frantic. Not, no, he's just pointing out facts. Like, nope, that's the poll. Polls are right. Well, I don't listen. I don't trust any poll. So, what? Well, if the poll was favorable, I, I I would wager there are clips of this guy saying, "Yep, that's a good poll." Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you know. But yeah, but for Gutfeld, there's a, he's like, "This is what I'm talking about: the hysteria over his tweets." In the most hysterical voice. Well, Juan, Juan Williams is like, no, it's Trump who's acting in an hysterical fashion. Or, or you know. Um, and, and then today, you think that letter that he sent, that six-page letter, was, <laughs> was uh, you know, not a desperate attempt to, to you know. I, I mean, seriously, he's the one who's acting manic in, in you know, bonkers over this. So yeah, what, what bothered me most is the fact that that guy was saying that those tweets uh, going out. They were hilarious. A 16-year-old girl were hilarious. Hilarious. Trump's yeah. tweets are never funny. They're never funny unless you have the mentality of, of you know, like a, a mean little kid. You know, I mean, it, it's because that's his sense of humor. I've never heard Trump say anything that's like humorous on the level of of that would ever make me laugh never heard time i ever find trump's tweets funny is if i hear mark hamill or andy circus reading them exactly then i find them funny yeah i mean oh and billy west billy west does a good job i mean his sense of humor is just so like just infantile and mean-spirited that it's not even even comics from the 80s you know the you know sexists and you know homophobic comics from back then 
they occasionally had something that was funny. But yeah. Trump, mm-hmm. it's just mean. It's not a joke. You know, oh, and he wanted to talk about Nancy Pelosi's teeth falling out of her uh, head. Oh, I got a clip for you, Trump. God bless the United States. Oh, what was that? We got you on tape. Seth Seth Meyers did that last night. Exactly. Oh, did he? Oh, did he? He played them side by side. Yes. Oh, that's very nice. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, (laughs) and don't forget about his. Don't forget his. Don't forget. Don't forget his supporters, too. Very long time. A very long time. <laughs> uh, so anyway, anyway, uh, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Oh, I got some new audio I want to share with you, too, Joe. Um, so uh, from from the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, found some, some appropriate oh, clips for the show. So, But uh, thank you once again, uh, Miles and Michelle. We really appreciate you uh, joining in. We're going to have some more fun. Um Hello. And um, uh, let me see. It's time to start playing uh, some uh, Christmas music. So uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to play. Uh, uh, I'm sure. I think Adam's probably played it. But um, uh, all I got for Christmas was a song stuck in my head. Okay, cool. There we go. <laughs> so, all right. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com Jingle bells are jingling and they're jacking all the halls. Frosty and Rudolph, the herald angel calls.
Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media right here on Indie Media Weekly. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Hello, listener. I have a very special offer for you today. Are you interested in listening to a group of middle-aged white people talk about geeky subjects once a week? Very refreshing and new, I know! Me and my friends at First Table Gaming enjoy having roundtable discussions on important and intelligent dumb shit. For example, why doesn't Magneto just use the Earth's molten core to put us all out of our collective misery? Can he even control lava? What is even in lava? How can anyone actually know what the core is made of? Does Wonder Woman have a favorite color? Find out more about this useless information by listening to the Lunatic Parade podcast. We stream every week. Catch us on Fridays at 10.15 or Saturdays at 7 Eastern Standard Time here on Indie Media Weekly. This is Miles and Michelle from Mike Check Radio. Once again, we find ourselves at that special time of year. And it sucks! When family and friends can gather together with open hearts and warm hugs. A bunch of Hallmark propaganda! A time for all of us to contemplate what is most important in life. Corporate profits. The giving of gifts and seeing the joy it evokes. Materialism incarnate. It doesn't matter whether you celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah. It's all about commercialization. And last but not least, there is Festivus. Festivus? Yeah, it's just a thing. Nothing special. Oh, okay. I'd get behind Festivus. Happy Happy Festivus, Festivus, everyone. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. Impeachment Eve, everyone. And, of course, joining me as always, well, not as always, but joining me, Sitting in for rain tonight, uh, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, at Rogue DM on Twitter. That is me. I don't do much on Twitter these days, but every now and then you'll get something saying that, hey, I'm watching Brit Wolf on Twitch. Sure. There you go. There you go. There you go. <laughs> and uh, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, at fake underscore Republican. One of the best Twitter handles in the universe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, hello. Glad to be uh, here. And uh, there are a lot of fake Republicans around these days. Um, and uh, and, and uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Uh, well, Joe, bef- before we get to it, you're going to have to tell everybody about the article, the op-ed you shared, and the new project that some Republicans, who uh, are still, like, you know, real Republicans, 
what they're doing. But well, but before we get to that, I, I want to play you. Um, uh, so I, we're rewatching Kimmy Schmidt, and my God, I forgot so many of the episodes. Like mm. stuff. I mean, there was one, and I was like, I don't remember that at all. Um, not to say they're not memorable, but I just was like, my God, they gave us so much good stuff. It was like an overload on that series from, you know, trying to remember everything. But I got a perfect clip for Trump cultists from the, uh, from the show. Here we go. I'm proud to be brainwashed. I've got a clean brain. You could eat off it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, I got this one. This one for my state. Uh, Ohio, stupid. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, and then this one. Um, uh, the, uh, I'm sorry, I had to get this one, Joe. <laughs> if this is your idea of a joke. You belong in a Woody Allen film because I am not laughing. Yeah. So <laughs> oh. Um, so anyway, um, but, uh, at the, and then the last thing I got, it's a, it's a new, uh, I made a new promo and this is, uh, from Ellie Kemper herself. Uh, and I want to, I want to share it with you, Joe, cause, uh, I, I think miles and Michelle might've heard it, uh, but, and I know Adam certainly has, but here you go. Listen to this. This is Indie Media Weekly Radio. They say there's a war on Christmas. Well, sir. Put me on the front line. Because if any Grinches or Scrooges dare come over that hill, I'll make them wish they'd never been born! (laughs) IndieMediaWeekly.com Rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat. Yeah, we got the the airplanes flying there and everything. So, uh, yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Not that I truly support the war on Christmas, but uh, but Kimmy Schmidt. I, I just love that because, you know, of course, she was the mall woman and she was in the bunker forever. So she comes out and she hears about a war on Christmas. Oh, my God. There's an actual war on Christmas because she doesn't know any better that it's just, you know, um, uh, um, what would you call that on uh, Fox from Fox News? Uh think that'd be uh you know getting brainwashed i'm proud to be brainwashed i've got a clean brain you could eat off it yeah so anyway uh but uh, yeah so so i got that um and uh yeah so that's pretty much it i'm pretty happy with that uh that little what you call it the little little uh yeah yeah exactly so joe uh the the opposite of of fake republicans are real republicans we don't necessarily like real republicans but we like it when republicans actually stick to their principles and there is a group of conservatives that you you shared this with me today dad shared it with me too about the same time you did so uh so thanks boomers um, yeah, thanks, so. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so go ahead and tell, lay, lay it on us. Well, there was an opinion piece in the New York times today. Uh, it's entitled, we are Republicans and we want Trump defeated. The president and his enablers have replaced conservatism with an empty faith led by a bogus prophet. And this is written by George T. Conway III. Oh, my. Steve Schmidt. John Weaver, who honestly I don't know who it is. Yeah, me neither. 
and and Rick Wilson, who we all know from oh, all yeah. the cable shows. Oh, so and his awesome Twitter account. <laughs> I know he does. He does. Anyway, they announced what they call now the Lincoln Project. Well, first of all, let me put the uh, link to the article in the New York Times today. I don't know if you need a subscription, but uh, there you go. And uh, they start something called the Lincoln Project, which is a, a pack that is going to raise money and spend money to defeat Donald Trump in the fall. And? Amen! And? Amen! Amen to you. <laughs> and I'm going to put the link to the Lincoln Project. The Lincoln link? In there. The Lincoln yes. Very good. There's a... There's the missing link mm-hmm. to Lincoln, and uh, they are going. This pack, uh, you can sign up and you can contribute, and they're going to, um, as I said, spend money defeating Trump, no yeah. matter what. And uh, let's see, advisors are George Conway, Reed Gallen, independent political strategist, strategist Jennifer Horn. Uh, who is chairman of the New Hampshire Republican Party. Mm-hmm. Mark Madrid, uh, Republican strategist. Steve Schmidt, we all know Steve. Ron Steslow, uh, he's a GOP strategist. Uh, he left the GOP in 2016. John Weaver and Rick Wilson, who we all know. So they are the people running the pack. Check it out. And uh, it's good to see that there are still people still alive. Uh, who we may disagree with on policy, I'm sure, but certainly can have a conversation with based on some kind of factual basis. Yeah. Yeah. You know, which, if you can, if you can sit down and we can disagree on policy, but at least agree there's a problem. Mm-hmm. That would be a tremendous uh, uh, move forward, I would think. I I concur. Um, and I know, I mean, you know, and again, I don't like these people necessarily, but you know, I like, I like some of their values that, you know, they're uh, the integrity. Uh, I mean, I, I truly believe that some of these folks really have the best interest of the country at heart and not, and aren't just hung up on, well, you know, um, there's, you know, we, we don't want to dissent because you know he might get a pro-life you know um supreme court justice in there whatever you know it's like you know i mean they're they're you know they're willing to to say we can do better or to put it more succinctly the enemy of my enemy is my friend yeah and you know I, i mean here's the thing they're not doing anything for us they're not, you know, they're they're not in it for us necessarily. I mean, they, they nope. you know, I, I ideally, you know, they they would believe they would believe they were in it for the country, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, they're not doing this for Democrats. They're doing it to Trump. Okay, so that's why I like this stuff. Plus, they're and doing I, it to make sure that there is some, hopefully, for I mean, in in their view, not me, because I was growing up, I grew up in a household where I could say fuck before I could say we're a Republican. Mm-hmm. So no problem. Okay. But so I, 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 I don't I don't like 
any Republican or any Republican, uh, uh, you know, policy position. That said, okay, what I I think they believe in is that they believe in the. they believe that they want to have a, have a party survive the uh, mm-hmm. the Trump the Trump years. Yeah, and they're saying that their party's not worth this guy. You know, it, right. it, 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 and and I there's you know uh, I mean I understand you know Trojan Rabbit Cat not happy about you know any of these people doesn't like any of them and it's like you know you know what I don't I, I don't trust any of them you know to to you know. But just think about how mu- how how angry these folks might make you. How much more angry they're going to make Trump? You know what? Let me let me let me tell you something. In, back in in 1972, when I was working for George McGovern and I was running a uh, campaign office for him, there was a lawyer uh, who attached to my office who was mm-hmm. you know there for my for my uh, my benefit, and she was a devout Jew. Okay. And I remember going to a meeting pre-election, and it was with a group of lawyers to go over election strategy and what we were going to do to react to, you know, poll irregularities. Mm-hmm. And one of the Democratic uh, lawyers in the meeting said to her, because she was from Washington, she 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 worked for the DOJ at the time. He said, "Do you believe in McGovern?" And she said, I believe in God. I don't believe in any man. Mm, okay. And, and and that's this is this is this is my, my feeling on any any politician. Whether yeah. the Democrats are Republican less Republican more Republican than Democrat, but I don't believe in anybody. I don't trust anybody. I don't take anybody at their word. But all I can say is Here's how I view it. Our democracy is on the line, and I, I don't think that's hyperbole. No. I think I said this to you in production, and I, I had a long screed in production, if you, you recall. It was an afternoon. excellent screed. Thank you. But anyway, this is my thing. Yeah, we're chasing ghosts, as I said in my screed today to you. Uh, if we think that any of these Republicans in the Senate are going to even vote for rules with the Democrats. I don't. I don't believe in Susan Collins. I don't believe in Mitt Romney. I don't any of them. No. However, however, we we need allies, and sometimes we make allies for the sake of expediency to great to, to defeat the greater evil. Case in point, Russia was our ally in World War Two. Mm-hmm. Okay. As soon as the war was over. Up went the Iron Curtain. So, yeah, I know the pitfalls here, but we needed Russia to defeat Germany. Okay? Absolutely. And we need these guys and any anybody who will chip in to defeat this man. Yeah. Yeah, they will all refer, re- return to form after, long, after Trump is gone. Yeah, they will all become the Republicans we, we've learned to hate over the years. But right now, we're in a war. And we need Russia. Yeah, uh, good. Yeah, I'm. I'm into all that. Yeah, that's good stuff. Amen. And ah, 
And yeah, you know, I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I can't wait to go go back to you know uh, disagreeing with the you know the Steve Schmitz and the Anna Navarros and you know uh, Joe Walsh of all people. You know, I got some Joe mm-hmm. Walsh for later. Uh, oh well, yeah. yeah. Talk about yeah. Uh, he's a, you know he's a piece of shit. I I do not like him. I, I will. I'll talk about him later, but uh, there's, he said some interesting things, uh, about Trump and Carly Fiorina. Uh, yeah, I got some Carly Fiorina too, everybody. <laughs> uh, sorry. Um, but yeah, but, uh, before we get to, I want to play that daily show thing real quick. Uh, but, um, uh, let's let miles hop in, uh, real quick. What, what's your, what's your take on the, this Lincoln project? Um, I applaud them trying to do some damage control i mean what what what's yeah what's trump what trump is doing to their party is he's ripping off the uh band-aid and revealing the pus-filled ooze uh the infection within the party when uh, you know the the bigots uh particularly i mean you've got your your uh, right-wingers that are yeah they're about control they're about power and that's why they want the judges pushed through no matter what and uh, you know we're going to pay the consequences for that for years to come. Um, yeah, I, I wish I, I wish we didn't, but we are. Michelle, so, uh, oh go ahead, go ahead, finish. No, I, I I was I was just wrapping up. I'm just like you know I, I applaud them pushing back. Um, I, I think they're doing it for the sake of their party's survival. I mean, they, I think they can see the writing on the wall at, uh, of how bad Trump is, and when he goes down. Because when he's out of office, and the states like New York State, who's got sealed indictments, mm-hmm. start bringing out facts, you know, and his taxes get re- released, and the RICO Act starts de- dismantling the shit, I think it's going to be a wow, you know. I mean, but then again, I thought the uh, the, the the W with the economic collapse was the end of the Republican Party back in two thousand eight. Yeah. Was I wrong about that? No. Well, now it's the the zombie party, really. I mean, it's it's kind of you know, it, it and that's what they're trying to you know. It, it seems to me that this Lincoln project is, is an attempt to bring it back from the dead. Um, I have heard people say that this is what you're seeing is this is a party in its last gasp, and this was a, a Herculean effort. And I will just go back to saying that where we failed in taking them on is in really well when I, i'm not going to go we failed but the yeah, people yeah. that don't turn out to vote totally boned us oh yeah oh absolutely i mean i, I that makes me mad as hell so uh, but let, let's let michelle jump in here because this audio clip i got coming up is a little little longish um michelle what do you think about this lincoln project it's interesting. Um, I had the pleasure, quote, pleasure, of growing up in a moderate Republican household. Um, my parents were mostly moderate until my mother got a little older. She got scared and she went insane. And <laughs> now, okay. she's, now she, she gave money to Ben Carson. She's gone completely. She has friends that are outright racist against Obama. I sat and listened to a conversation that was going on her at in her kitchen during a Christmas party that made me sick to my stomach, and we had to leave that Christmas party early. 
because of the, the, the stuff that was spewing out of this guy's mouth. Mm-hmm. And my parents were just sitting there listening to it. And I'm like looking at them like, where are the parents I grew up with? Yeah. So they're there. This I I know that you know some Republicans you know are moderate. They could be good people. I'm not putting my trust in them. I, yeah. I can't. I mean, I met Michael Steele, and he seemed like a wonderful person. He was very personable, very pleasant. I got my picture taken with him, and I still wouldn't trust him any further than I could throw him. Yeah. So you know. Well. <laughs> it's, it's, what. So uh, well, yeah. let's let's hear. Um, I found this fascinating. Jordan Klepper is back on the Daily Show uh, to do a follow up and go. To, and he went to the Trump rally in. Uh, oh, by the way, great. Uh, uh, r- real quick for the Trump cult, great showing in Youngstown, Ohio, the other day for your uh, uh, anti impeachment rally. There's nothing wrong with it. There are dozens of us. Dozens. Yeah, dozen. There were a dozen of you. <laughs> so. <laughs> Um, a couple more, and you would add a softball team, right, Joe? Um, so that's right. <laughs> there are dozens. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, but uh, uh, but yeah. So Jordan Klepper went to the Hershey PA rally. There, there's some good visuals in here too. And by the way, fuck you, whoever the the asshole bootlegger is that's putting Baby Yoda on on the t-shirts for Trump. Mm. Are you oh. out of your fucking mind? I hope. I, I hope imagine. to God. I hope Disney it, it does swift and blinding justice on them. Um, yeah. yeah, but uh, but yeah. So here, and you'll hear a little mention of that. But there's, but listen to this. This is un, just. I'm, I'm not going to say it's unbelievable. It's typical. It's just typical of the Trump cult. Four years ago, I hit the streets to get the unfiltered truth from America's most engaged voters. Trump, that bitch. <laughs> we don't even see the irony in it. <laughs> now we're heading into an historic election, and I'm excited to get out into America and embed myself in the middle of the campaign trail. First stop, rain-soaked Hershey, Pennsylvania. But even Mother Nature couldn't dampen our spirits. It's eight hours before Donald Trump arrives. It's raining, and there are people here. How's it going? Good to see you. Good to see you again. You guys excited? You're running for Congress? Yes, I am. I bet you are. Good luck. <laughs> Anybody can do it. A lot of familiar faces. Doris, Carol. Nice to be out there amongst my people once more. How's it go, guys? <laughs> Here we go again. Since my last Trump rally, there have been roughly 37 Marvel movies and one very (laughs) combative impeachment trial. But what else has changed? So what's new this season? Um, everything, honestly. We got this uh, Baby Yoda shirt. Great America Keep. Well, I get it. It sounds like something Donald Trump would say. Or Yoda, I suppose they have very similar syntax. We're not all great speakers. Do you have any Trump that bitch? You don't have Trump that bitch? No. Anything that's at all aimed at women? Not for women, at women. What are you hoping for tonight? I'm hoping Donald Trump is just in a good, in a, we're in a good place of mind right now. I hope he talks about immigration. So you're hoping for a build a wall? I'm hoping for a wall. Mm-hmm. Who's going to pay for it? Who's going to pay for it? I say that's what we're going to find out about. It's either going to be taxpayer money. Oh, so maybe that's the chance. Who's going to pay for it? That's what we're going to find out about. Yep. Then why are you here? Well, because two weeks ago I had a dream, and in that dream I was given this vision. <laughs> you, you, had, you had a screen printing dream? Your dream told you that Trump is going to win, and then Ivanka, and then Don Jr., and Eric. Tiffany is going to win in 2048, and then Barron. Great. 
Alright. Uh, but Barrett only serves one term. No, no, two terms. No, that's only one term. That's four years. Yeah, actually, these are mostly one-term presidents. No, you're, you're not reading it right, brother. No, I'm like 20. No, this is 20, 24 to 28. That's and four then, years. And then another four. No, no, no. That's these are one-term presidents. Uh, Ivanka, <laughs> one term. Don Jr., one term. For Ivanka, what's the what's the date? Ivanka is 2024, and 2028. That's eight years. That's four years. No, you have a four-year period here where somebody else gets elected. Yeah. It doesn't say anything about reelected. It does. It says has her getting elected in 2024 and 2028. Your math is wrong. No, my math is not and, wrong. Of course, these rallies aren't just about spirited <laughs> debate. It's also an opportunity for Trump supporters to clarify their messaging. One word descriptor, Joe Biden. Ridiculous. Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. Yeah. Scummy. Bernie Sanders. Bolshevik. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> That's just a joke. Well, what's the punchline? Whew, man. Trying to be politically correct here, but you know. So when I said Buttigieg, I thought the word you were going to pick was vet. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. Pete Butt. Pete Butt? Yeah, Pete Butt. That's two words and... I can't say the whole thing on camera. What's the whole thing? Pete Butt Club. Pete Butt Club. Oh, it's homophobic. That's why you can't say it. Homophobia aside, there was one big new thing hanging over this rally. The impeachment. What what do you think about this impeachment? Bullshit. Bullshit. Why is it bullshit? Why? Because he didn't do anything. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit. It's total nonsense. And Trump has been grooming his supporters to push back on any impeachment talk with this simple demand. All you have to do is read the transcript. Read the transcript. Read the transcript. It's all about the transcript. Read the transcript right. Have yeah, you read, read the transcript? It. I have not read it. But we should read the transcript. <laughs> we should. Look yeah. at the transcript, right? Yeah, look at the transcript. <laughs> have you read the transcript? Uh... I, I trust the word of our president. Yeah. Yeah. Read the transcript, right? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Did you read the transcript? I, I, I mean, I, I've read most of it, but there's, there's nothing. Skim to the transcript. Yeah. I don't have time for you know reading all the you know impeachment, all that bullshit, you know. But uh, how long have you been waiting out here for Donald Trump? Since eight o'clock. Hours. A lot of free time. Absolutely. Read the transcript. Read the transcript. Yeah. Did you read the transcript? I don't have to. <laughs> Everyone else has. I can read it if I need to, but right, yeah. But it's important it's, that everybody it's, reads the transcript. It is very important. Pay attention and think for yourself. Yes. You have, but to be clear, you have not read the transcript. I haven't. No. Right. No. But it is just important. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be a sheep. Think for yourself. But again, just to be very clear, yeah. you have not read. It. I have not read it. You just trusted somebody else. Correct. Right. Okay. Yeah. What were you saying about? Don't be a sheep. Don't be sheep. Think, think for, for yourself. You. Do your own research. Do your own research. Yeah. Right. Don't be a sheep. It was a message these people, who were being herded through gates and corralled into pens <laughs> to then be guarded over by men on horses, knew all too well. These totally not sheep are ready for 11 more months of this. Whatever this is. And so am I. Campaign 2020, here we go again. Wow. Wow. Read the transcript. Did you read it? No. Un. No, I can't say unbelievable. Totally believable. Believable. Totally believable. The most believable. Oh, yeah. So anyway, that, that kind of spoke for itself, and it is time to go to the break. But thank you, Joe, for uh, sharing that. And uh, <laughs> wow, I couldn't. But I couldn't. That. Oh. I, I couldn't get to sleep last night. I was laughing so hard. Oh my god! I'm glad I didn't watch it last night, but I was up way too late anyway. So, uh, but anyway, uh, good stuff, eh, Michelle? Oh yeah. So. <laughs> uh, well, it, 
it, it's it's funny stuff. It's not good. It's no, scary. yeah, yeah. It, I concur. They put a nice concur. funny spin on it. But you know, hey, if you uh, if you guys decide that you uh, you, you want a snack uh, around a Trump cultist, well, you know, uh, I'm proud to be brainwashed. I've got a clean brain. You could eat off it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. Uh, when we come back, uh, Joe, you you want to go ahead and, uh, and do your your uh, holiday presentation when we return? When you think it's time to, uh, I think it'll be time do this. We will do it. All right. All right. Sounds good. We'll be right back with lots more from me, Joe, Michelle, and Miles right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer computer computer contact. That is an idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yes! Who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live this impeachment eve on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide, radio for humans. And uh, on loan tonight from Mike Check Radio, the one and only Miles Lagan, the Galaxy Master uh, and pusher of buttons. Welcome, sir. Yes, hello. And um, also uh, your lovely and talented wife, multi-talented wife, Michelle, the Rogue DM, uh, also from Mike Check Radio. Uh, thank you again for being with us, and uh, happy uh, Impeachment Eve. Oh, that's me, and I'm glad to be here. Now, this is a kind of holiday you can get down with, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I like this holiday. This is Just as, as long not, as it only has... It's not be commercialized. Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, I don't know. We could make some money off of it, maybe. Yeah, uh, we could. We could. We could do that. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> you never know. Maybe maybe Joe is uh, is gearing up to make some, uh, make some money off of this uh, right now. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric <laughs> City... Uh, has a special presentation for us, um, and I, I've got to, some musical accompaniment for you. 
Ah, uh, yes. Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, uh, are are you ready? Should I should I let the music roll? You can. All right, here we go. Twas the night before impeachment. When in Nancy's house, not a trumper was stirring, not even the louse. <laughs> the indictments were hung by the speaker with care, in hopes that some handcuffs soon would be there. <laughs> <laughs> The members were seated in their jackets and ties with incriminating evidence crossing their eyes. And the speaker presiding with gavel in hand had just told Jim Jordan to go and pound sand. <laughs> when, down, when down at the White House there arose such a clatter, we turned to our TV to see what was the matter. Yeah. Away to the remote I flew like a flash, flipped on CNN, there to hear Dana Bash. The man in the frame on the flat screen TV was an odd shade of orange and as fat as can be. <laughs> when what to my wondering ears did he riff? But Pelosi was evil and arrest Adam Schiff. <laughs> With a mangled comb over that looked like a lump, I knew in a moment it was Donald Trump. <laughs> more rabid than jackals his allies they came and he screamed and he shouted and he called them by name now Nunez now Jordan now Gomert and Lee on Graham on McConnell on John Kennedy to the mics of Fox News to the mics of Sinclair now lie and confuse and deny on the air as dirty rats on a sinking ship jumped when they meet with real evidence, are really quite stumped. So on, to, so on to the airwaves, these liars they flew, with a mouthful of lies and Sean Hannity, too. Oh, yeah. And then in a twinkling, there was a thundering cry. It was the voice of an angel cutting through all the lies. As I picked up my head and turned up the TV, there Pelosi was pointing, saying, don't mess with me. She was dressed all in white from her head to her feet. And the news that she had was not very discreet. A bundle of charges she just flung at the press and said, just look at that asshole. That Trump made a mess. <laughs> her uh, eyes, how they flared. Her voice, how it thundered. He scared Sinclair News. She scared Sinclair News. Out loud, someone wondered. What makes you hate Trump so much, one man said, and her face made a scowl and then turned a bright red. She pointed her finger as she stiffened her stance, and the look on her face made the man piss his pants. <laughs> <laughs> if you say the word hate one more time in these halls, you'll be leaving this room with my heel in your balls. Yes! <laughs> He was stunned and confused like an old drunken elf. And I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. Because the fear in his face and the sweat on his head soon gave me to know that he'd rather be dead. He spoke not a word, but slumped down in a crunch and filled his depends with what he had for lunch. <laughs> the other reporters just held their noses 
because what they were smelling was nothing like roses. <laughs> Nancy sprang from the stage to her team, gave a, gave a whistle, and away she walked off like a liberal missile. But I heard her exclaim ere she waved a goodbye. By this tech time next week, we'll impeach 45. What? Oh, man, to that. Very nice. Well Love played, you. Joe. Well played. Amen. And Amen. apologies to Samuel Clemens. Yes. <laughs> well, it's he okay. wrote a classic. He did write a classic. And, you know, um, you, you know, it, I think he'd be okay with it, probably. Who knows? Yeah, he it, probably would. If yeah. he knew Trump, he'd be, yeah. he'd probably write it himself. Probably so. So, anyway, all right, there we go. We Heather <laughs> says she wants me to type it because she loved it, but uh, it's on my blog. Here, I'll give, I'll give, I'll put the link there. The poorly written the, political uh, blog. There you go. I'll put the link right in the uh, the chat there. Yeah. You know? And all yes, you and listeners. Yeah. It on the uh, Tim Coromel show on Sunday. And, yeah, I'm just, and I'm waiting for a late night show to steal it from you. <laughs> well, I've had two twice already. Twice already. Yeah, really? I know. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, no, great job, Joe. That's that's excellent. I loved it. Uh, uh, lots of lots of good laugh lines in there. Um, <laughs> unlike Trump, who you know, when he makes a joke, it's it's like this. Uh, if this is your idea of a joke. You belong in a Woody Allen film because I am not laughing. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, excellent job, Joe. Excellent. So, uh, all right, well, let, let's go ahead and get back to it. Uh, let me see where, where am I going to start here? I think we should go with the, we should go with Rudy and then we'll come back to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I want to start with the Rudy shit. Here's Trump, um, the other day. This is my only other Trump clip I have. Sorry, guys. Uh, but he, here's uh, here's what Trump said about Rudy and his all this um, oh um, his shenanigans in the Ukraine in I'm sorry in Ukraine not I'm not a Republican I know it's Ukraine um, but uh, here we go. How much has Giuliani shared with you about his recent trip to Ukraine? No, not too much. But he's a very great Bullshit. crime fighter. He was probably the greatest crime fighter over the last 50 years. Very I will smart. be the hero! He was the best mayor in the history of the city of New York. He's a great person who loves our country. And he does this out of love, believe me. He does it out of love. So he much sees love! What goes on. He sees what's happening. He sees all of the hoax that happens when they talk about impeachment hoax or the Russian collusion delusion. And he sees it, and he's a uh, he's a great gentleman, and he was again the greatest mayor in the history of New York, oh, and probably the greatest true. crime fighter in the last fifty years. He knows what he's doing. I'm a regular Batman and Robin. That's how much of a hero I am. Um, Jesus, he's a great <laughs> crime fighter. Yeah. All right. So that's uh, that's Trump's uh, the the collusion delusion miles. Collusion delusion uh yeah that that was a complete uh, avoidance of uh answering the question i mean when when she asked him you know what has giuliani told you about bringing back from ukraine and his answer was not mm. much the mm. rest was all filler yeah just to distract away from him saying not much i told him everything you know he <laughs> told him everything 
course, he'll I say am, on how much yeah. did you tell you know ask him on TV how much did you tell Trump, Rudy? Zero. Yeah. Um, no, actually, no. Rudy's going to try and take Trump down if 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 they try and push him out because that's the thing that's going on right now is that you know people surrounding you know I mean because right now Rudy is he's gone on the record of saying he's tried to force out uh. What what's your name? You uh, Ivanovich was that her name? Uh, Ivanovich, yeah, right, yeah. Marie. And um, you know, I, I mean, so she because he, he thought she would interfere with his. Oh God, it, it, it's it's so stupid. It's so stupid. I mean, this what is going on right now? It is uh, what did Adam Schiff say? It's it's a it's a crime underway you know or, or whatever uh, i forget exactly what he said but you know it's it's nuts but here allison camarota had a panel uh of people talking about this michelle um and the the things that have come out about what rudy's doing here is i, I know i know you might have steered clear of some of the news michelle but when you hear some of the shit it's <laughs> oh, going on with the people that he's working with for his witnesses Oh my God! <laughs> it's it's impressive. <laughs> uh, here we go, and I, and I think Miles it, it might be triggering something for you here. So, what is that? And God bless you, Miles, for reminding me of the Schadenfreude clip. I always forget about it. So, uh, <laughs> but here we go. Here's Allison Camerota's panel, part one. I think there's a lot of Jeff Tubin here, uh, but uh, yeah, again, I didn't get everybody's names. But Rudy Giuliani, Jeffrey, I'll read to you. Uh, you know it because it's from the New Yorker. Your colleague did this interview. Here's what Rudy Giuliani said: "I believed that I needed to get Marie Yovanovitch out of the way. She was going to make the investigations difficult for everybody. The investigations that he wanted to do, and that these disgraced prosecutors, who were known to be corrupt in Ukraine, wanted." Because they had decided that maybe we should look into the Bidens, that that would curry favor with President Trump. And so here's Giuliani explaining that it was to get her out of the way of what he wanted to do. Well, the, first there was Adam Entos's piece in The New Yorker. Then there was an interview with The New York Times. And this morning, uh, Rudy is tweeting about getting Ivanovich fired. I mean, it, it's just, it, it's astonishing. And basically, he's accusing her of obstruction of justice because she wouldn't give visas to people who wanted to help uh, Donald Trump. I mean, it is just so surreal. And, you know, it, it, it's just underlines that the facts are not in dispute here. I mean, the Democrats kept saying that during the impeachment proceedings in the Intelligence Committee and then the Judiciary Committee, because it's true. I mean, the idea that the president and his lawyer used the muscle of the presidency to aid his re-election campaign it's just not in dispute and you know the the and as joe points out you know republicans are going to have to defend that yeah and and uh, <laughs> republicans have to defend this and i think that miles that that's something that you bring up uh quite a bit is republicans have to defend this kind of behavior but the reticence to doing that at this point is just, it's palpable. They are really, really stuck. And it's because of their face. 
Their mm-hmm. base supports Trump so much, and the Republican politicians are scared. They're cowards. And uh, they are unable to, you know, follow their oath because they value their jobs too much. Yeah. Um, that's it in a nutshell. Yeah. Uh, it, it, Michelle, uh, so th- this is a clip I really want you to hear, Michelle. Uh, because we're, we're about to find out that diamonds are a ghoul's best friend. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, uh, this, the the one of, the, the, did you guys see the three, like, witnesses that he brought over? It's like. No, I haven't, no. Oh, my God. It's like, it, it, there there's like, he found this one dude who's like the size of four Trumps. Um, you know, I don't know where the dude gets his suits, but I'm sorry. I shouldn't weight shame the guy, but, uh, you know, they, they found this, you know, and, and then these just two Weasley looking guys and they were on that, um, OAN network and I didn't even bother recording any of that stuff because th- that OAN, uh, the one American news thing. Oh my God. It might as well be called fucking Sputnik or Pravda. I mean, it's it's so i mean they they had this clip and i was watching it and it's like when rudy was speaking they played like this really nice like soothing music while rudy was talking then they cut to a picture of joe biden it's like (laughs) (laughs) and then back to rudy and it's like tinkle 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 ding it was it was insane it was quite a production. Yeah, and then there was the one picture of of Biden, Joe, from that that press conference that you know when he said, you know, the one mm-hmm. that they're all freaking out about, where he said, you know, mm-hmm. we're not going to give you money unless you fire that corrupt prosecutor. Um, right. They take a still shot and then zoom and tilt it so the picture becomes crooked and then make it blurry and black and white, and it's like, oh my god, this is totally like. A, a Russia, and it was done badly too. The production value on it was horrible. The audio was all off. Uh, the it was picture. It was better than what they were planning. They were going to drop pamphlets from airplanes. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you know what uh, I mean. <laughs> but you know, and and they on Russia State TV played this shit. They played the same thing that OAN did. So this is you know Rudy Kaludi is still at it. Um, um, but anyway, but yeah, so, so Michelle, back to, back to this clip, this blew me away, but yes, diamonds are a ghoul's best friend. I also just think that the public and Republicans haven't talked, I think as much about the source of Giuliani's information. So the source were these two widely seen as corrupt prosecutors in Ukraine. And part of it is that when police raided their team's homes and offices, they found bags of diamonds. As are, one does. Right. right. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and cash. It happens. Cash. It happens. Okay, so, I mean, I don't know about <laughs> yeah. your payroll, but that's not normally how people who are not accepting bribes are paid. And so, I just think, so it, it's just astonishing. Them. If you consider the source of where Rudy Giuliani mm-hmm. is getting his information, I just don't think that Republicans have been 
asked to answer for that that often. And, and, and you know, what makes this even more amazing is that he's just continuing to talk about this and on the eve of the vote. Because it's so convoluted. And there was a pattern here. Yes, it was stunning that he admitted that. But equally stunning is this corrupt uh, prosecutor, Yuri Lutsenko, said that they had tried to do this with uh, Yovanovitch's predecessor. They wanted to get him fired as well. But so, this time it worked. But this time it worked. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, no. No, it, it's, it, it's not the bag of gold. It, it's not the bag of diamonds. It's bag of glass. <laughs> Is uh, is what what you're finding is bag of glass. Man, we sell a lot of products in the bag of line. Like bag of glass, here's a bag of nails, bag of bugs, bag of vipers, bag of sulfuric acid. Yeah. So. Uh. <laughs> the, the only time you should have bags of diamonds is if you are a Bond villain and you are planning on building a space laser yeah. <laughs> to take out your enemies, and you have two henchmen named Mr. Kid and Mr. Wynn. That's the only time you should have, a, have bags well, of diamonds. Bag of <laughs> well played, well played. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's not It's not a bag of glass. Uh, it, no, it, it's not a bag of diamonds. It's, it's a bag of long-lasting ice cube. <laughs> wow! See, Russia, I'll put them in my drink. Diamonds bag, bag you. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am behind on the news and all of that. But isn't this whole thing for Julian that Giuliani is doing, other than being over there being a target, you know, and just kind of being silly, is trying to create a a a faux documentary to swift boat Biden? Yeah. Oh, beautiful analogy, the Swift Boat thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Just I, 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 I cannot, I, 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 that was not my, uh, my analogy. It came from Hal Sparks, but. Well, <laughs> well yeah, thank you for sharing it because that, you know, that's exactly what's going on here. Um, oh. You know, it's, it's the fakest of news. Um, it, is, it is essentially, you know, doing the bidding of Vladimir Putin and the Kremlin. The, or, which are one and the same. Putin is the crown. Yeah. That that malignant dwarf. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Um, but, but as soon as you said bag, as soon as you said bags, as soon as that that thing said bags of diamonds, I immediately thought, you know, diamonds mm -hmm. are forever. I'm sorry. Oh no! Bro, great reference. Great reference. Uh, that's wow. So. Uh, but yeah, so anyway, um, yeah, we, we, we got to go to the break now. We'll probably talk more about that later. Cause I have one more clip from that, uh, panel, uh, that I think might be worth visiting, but man, we got a lot more stuff. Uh, but, uh, oh God. Yeah. I forgot about all the shit I have. Um, but it, yeah, we'll, we'll see what we have time for. Uh, phones are still not working. I'm sorry. I tested them before the show I got. I'm going to have to, when I have time, I'm going to have to try and, um, do the uh, Skype help again, and I don't know if it's going to work, but we'll see. Yeah, that was a that was a nightmare. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway, if anybody wants to do reverse call in, uh, chime in in the chat, um, and I'll I'll add you in. Uh, and Francie, your package is still coming. I found some other stuff the other day, uh, and Susan's been sick, so we really haven't had a chance to get to the post office. So, uh, but anyway, Green News Report coming up before they take their little holiday hiatus. So soak it all in. Soak in all the Brad and Desi goodness before uh, before the new year. I think they might have one more episode uh, in this year. I, I don't know. 
But yeah, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com It's Tuesday, December 17, 2019. The talks failed to achieve nearly any of its stated goals. U.N. Climate Summit ends with recriminations and disappointment as U.S. plays spoiler. Accelerating Greenland ice melt on track for worst-case scenario sea level rise. Plus... Our goal is to reconcile the economy with our planet. European Union targets net zero carbon by 2050 with a European Green Deal. Green New Deal? Nope, Green Deal. All of those new deals and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Tell me what you think about the future. Will there be one? And there absolutely will be a future, especially at NASA. You know, as amazing as our last 50 years were, our next 50 are even going to be more amazing. Well, you heard it here. We've got 50 years left. (laughs) I'm glad we got 50. This is your Green News Report. That's not what I said. Okay, Desi Doyen, I don't know if it's my imagination, but this is the first time that I recall coming out of a uh, UN climate summit when everybody seems to be disappointed and angry. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. There was widespread disappointment at the Marathon United Nations climate talks that ended in Madrid on Sunday. They were intended to negotiate the rule book for the International Paris Climate Agreement to combat man-made climate change. This was after the United States and other major polluters succeeded at blocking even a non-binding statement that encouraged countries to adopt more ambitious targets for cutting their greenhouse gas emissions. Spoilers were China, Saudi Arabia, Australia, Brazil, and, of course, the United States, which is still a party to the Paris Agreement because President Trump's withdrawal is not complete until the day after the 2020 presidential election. How much do you attribute this to the lack of U.S. leadership at uh, at these conferences? Easily all of it. Really? Yes. The Trump administration also quashed efforts to get wealthy countries to increase transition funding for poor nations who are not responsible for causing climate change and to help them repair and adapt to climate impacts. The talks postponed until next year a decision on establishing an international carbon market, considered a key tool for trying to slow down climate change. In part, that was after Australia and Brazil watered down language to give themselves loopholes Mm. and double accounting tricks so that they could pollute even more. In a statement, United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres called the pushback from polluters a, quote, deep disappointment. We are not on track. Emissions are still growing, Mm. so the reality Mm. is still nothing comparable with the commitments that we hope will be made. Guterres called on all countries next year to officially commit to reach carbon neutrality in 2050. Current national pledges under the Paris Climate Agreement are not enough to do that. So are next year's talks scheduled to happen before or after the U.S. presidential election? After. Mm, Maybe that's good? Mm, We'll see. We'll see. 
Meanwhile, a new study confirms that man-made global warming is accelerating melting of the Greenland ice sheet. Greenland today is losing ice seven times faster than it did in the 1990s. The rate has doubled every decade since then. The researchers calculate that this increase in Greenland's melt rate puts the world on track for the worst-case sea level rise scenario projected by U.N. scientists. Instead of three or four feet by 2100, we might see six to eight feet of sea level rise, which would drown major coastal cities like Miami. Six to eight feet of ocean rise by the end of the century? Yes. Finally, there is some good news. Good. The European Union is pushing ahead with climate action. European Union leaders agreed to make the 28-member bloc carbon neutral by 2050 with a special temporary exemption for Poland, which is dependent on coal. And the European Union Commission unveiled a roadmap to get there to achieve net zero emissions by 2050 called the EU Green Deal. It includes a just transition mechanism to help fossil fuel countries transition to clean energy, a plan to promote a circular economy to eliminate waste and encourage sustainable food production, and it includes a proposal for a carbon border tax on foreign imports. Here's European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen. Our goal is to reconcile the economy with our planet, to reconcile the way we produce, the way we consume with our planet. The old growth model that is based on fossil fuels and pollution is out of date and it is out of touch with our planet. Well, at least the European Union is coming to terms with what's gone so terribly wrong here. It's going to take a lot more than that, I'm afraid. But we'll take what we can get. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. And our thanks to those of you who support our work by stopping by bradblog.com slash donate. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. He'll grab Sean Hannity by whatever body part you want to grab Sean Hannity by. No, no. No, that's not happening. No. No. <laughs> anyway, welcome back to the show. <laughs> That's a teaser for, for later. Uh, welcome back, uh, uh, of course, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, Steamtown, as it were. Yes, and we need some steam tonight. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and electricity, I'm sure. So, uh, got to keep, you, keep yourselves warm. And uh, also joining us on the program, sitting in for a rain tonight while she is getting over her uh, case of the ick, uh, the one and only Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie or Port St. Lousy, Florida. Balmy yeah, 78. Lousy. That is us. Balmy 78 degrees down there. Uh, 
Oh, and yeah. Probably dropped a few degrees, but not enough maybe, to count. Maybe. And uh, also, Miles Lagan, uh, uh, thank you uh, both uh, again uh, from Mike Check Radio uh, joining us here. Hello. Yes, glad to be here. Thank you. And a uh, real quick programming note we will be off on. Um, Christmas Eve, but Adam uh, Hebert is going to do a Mike Check Radio special, same hours, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. And if anybody's going to be around, listeners, um, you should get in touch with Adam. He'll probably be coming on the show on Friday for a reverse call-in to talk about it, too. Um, but yeah, it, you know, uh, he doesn't have the call-in number, but you can schedule times for, well, <laughs> if he had the call-in number, it wouldn't fucking work anyway. Who am I kidding? Um, but, uh, you know, if you guys want to be part of a Christmas Eve show, you absolutely should be, um, if you want to. So, uh, all you regulars out there, if you don't have any big plans on Christmas Eve and want to help out him out, please do. Now, Miles and Michelle, are you, are you going to be on Christmas Eve? I don't think... No, we weren't, we weren't approached about it, so... I, I don't think it, it conflicts with anything we're doing. Um, I don't know oh. what's going on. Well, I think uh, he, Adam probably just didn't ask you because, you know, okay. he forgets things sometimes. Uh, but no, we, we had discussed it at the end of Mike Check Radio, so I'm sure you guys are... Uh, you know, I, he's probably hoping you guys would be there, but just didn't ask. Not sure. So, yeah, not so. sure. Yeah. All right, all right. So, uh, don't want to put anybody on the spot. Um, no, Christmas Eve... Christmas Eve did just crappy times for me. Cause yeah, I may not, I may not be a, a pleasant person to be around that night. <laughs> that is fine. I completely understandable. That's why we're glad to have you on uh, uh, the impeachment eve. So it's good, you know. Yes. Pelosi clause is coming to bring mm. it down. Mm. Um, and. <laughs> Uh, and of course, I'm going to just go ahead and do uh, name calling tonight on the show, and uh, I'm going to give everybody impeachment eve presents. Um, oh! And then we're going to get Francie on, yeah. So, um, it, 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 who knows? Who knows? It, it could be a necktie, could be a pair of socks. I don't know. And they're not real presents; they're just words. <laughs> um. So, all right, here we go. Um. <laughs> Uh, let's do, uh, just do quick All here. right, let's get straight to the biscuits. All right, here we go. And, uh, oh, and, uh, let me see. I can, I don't have the, the Scranton party, uh, thing for, for me, but I do have, uh, where is it? Here it is. Um, here. Oh. Ohio stupid. Yeah, Ohio stupid. So, uh... <laughs> All right, let's see who's in the chat room with us this evening. Let me open the list here. Um, Psy Guy in Washington, D.C. Oh, you know what? You're going to get uh, your very own special uh, limited edition Lindsey Graham clutching pearls. There you go. <laughs> uh, Francie, well, I already have a, 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 her winnings from uh, when we did... Uh, well, what the hell is that fucking price? Um, we, she was our, our champion on that. But uh, we're going to say um, uh, you're going to get... Uh, oh, this is a good one. This is going to... Yodeling Pickle with Reverb. There you go. 
Uh, Heather, uh, I'll tell you what, you're going to get a pair of commemorative uh, Nancy Pelosi ball crushing shoes. All right. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> any style you like. Jay Colley, um, let's see here. Um, we're we're gonna um, we're gonna get you a framed copy, uh, all six pages of Trump's whiny little letter that you can throw away after you've received. So there you go. <laughs> Which is really all you can do. Yeah, pretty much. Perfect for throwing away. And uh, Kat, let's see. Oh, you know what, Kat? I know you like sports, and you're from Ohio, so I'll tell you what. You're going to get uh, an autographed headshot of Jim Jordan. Oh. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> uh, Kat? Uh, target practice <laughs> voodoo. I would have given her at least an autographed jacket. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I was gonna say a, a, a like one of those onelets or whatever, singlets or whatever, but <laughs> that would be inappropriate. Um, Ken Senior. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna go ahead. I, I, I know Dad. Dad and I both like knives. You know, not we're not huge like knife guys or anything, but we do like knives. I'm gonna give you, Dad, um, a uh, a backstabbing knife. From uh, Justin Amash. There you go. So, <laughs> an official Justin Amash backstabbing knife. <laughs> um, cool black dude, Joey Word. With, with huh? Trump's hair on it. Yeah. I'm, I, you know, Joey Word, I'm going to get you something real special. I'm going to have your records unsealed by Ronald Reagan, or sealed by Ronald Reagan. <laughs> wow! Uh, oh man, seriously. Um, uh, I know he loves this clip. Uh, yeah, here, here I'm gonna have your record sealed by Ronald Reagan. There you go. My, my record is sealed by Ronald Reagan. Yeah. So I'm sorry, not Ronald Reagan, but Ronald Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and let's see, uh, living on Long Island. Oh, you know what? I know you're a comic book fan, so I'm going to get you a first edition, uh, you know, very first, uh, first print of, uh, Louis Gohmert and his super donkey. <laughs> uh, you know, you know, art is done, uh, poorly. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Well, you know, I, I'll, I'll give Joe, Joe and, uh, Miles and Michelle something to do. Joe, I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you a bag of glass. <laughs> That's it. You get the, you officially get the bag of glass or do you want the bag of sulfuric acid, Joe? Are you muted? Actually, actually, I. I like the bag of diamonds the best. Oh, okay. Well, you take you take your pick. You take your pick from the uh, uh, the the uh, oh, what is it? The um, oh, I forget the name of the company. But anyway, take your pick. Uh, Man, we sell a lot of products in the bag o line. A bag of glass, a bag of nails, ah. bag of bugs, bag of vipers, bag of sulfuric acid. Or Johnny Switchblade. I'll get you a Johnny Switchblade if you want. Um, 
And by that the way, nice. that old SNL sketch, the consumer probe with, um, oh, uh, Bergen, uh, Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen, yeah. Candace Bergen and Dan Aykroyd. That's, uh, the, the, the Johnny Switchblade doll they hold up is a vintage Mego Fonzie doll that they modified or customized. Earliest, one of the earliest, <laughs> one of the earliest custom Migos ever was on Saturday Night Live. Um, and, uh, Miles and Michelle, you know, I, I, I think you guys, um, since you're gamers, I'm going to get you the limited edition Rudy Giuliani version of Monopoly where every square on the board is the jail space. <laughs> uh, and, and it'll come with a, a, a special, uh, it, there, there's a, um, It'll come with a special playing piece, which is uh, Paul Manafort with a defibrillator attached to it. Um, <laughs> so. It's wrong. I'm sorry. Uh, you should buzz it yourself. It's I, sh I should. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, and um, yeah, he's he's faking it. He's trying to get out. He's trying to get Trump to pardon him. Uh, Moonmare, um, let's see. Uh, you've been good all year, so what do you deserve for um, your impeachment Eve gift. I, I would say something. You know what? I, I'll tell you what. A signed picture of the Obamas because they're beautiful. Uh, so there you go. Uh, Theo, I know he's into sci-fi. So guess what, buddy? You're getting your very own Space Force jacket for impeachment <laughs> Eve. And Tim Carmel, he's always tough to buy for, especially on impeachment Eve. But I'll tell you what, um, I, 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 I think I'm going to give you the gift of a laugh. <laughs> I know I'm re-gifting. That was your laugh. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, mm. So I hate re-gifts. <laughs> I don't like them. And uh, Trojan Rabbit, well, you get the best, uh, best uh, one of all. Uh, here it is. Uh, Bravely boats a robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin. He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. Brave, 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 brave Sir Robin. He was not in the least bit scared to be mashed into a pulp. Or to have his eyes gouged out and his elbows broken. To have his kneecap split and, and his, his body, body burned, burned away. away. And his limbs all hacked and mangled. Brave, brave Sir Robin. Robin. His head smashed in and his heart cut out and his liver removed and his bowels unplugged and his nostrils raped and his bottom burnt off and his penis... That's, that's, uh, that's enough music for now, lads. Oh, yeah. Don't say penis in this house! All right, there we go. So, <laughs> gotta love that. Gotta love that. So, and I believe we're getting Francie on the line right now. So, uh, and I feel really bad for regifting Tim's laugh to him. Uh, but, uh, hey. <laughs> hi, oh, Francie. How's it going? Hold on. What? Hello. She left. It says Francie left. Why? Uh, Francie left. What did I do? What did I say? So, uh, nice <laughs> Um, I know. I blew it. Maybe it she didn't. It was a fibrillator joke that was way too soon. I'm sorry. It's Paul Manafort. Yeah. He was faking. He was faking. He probably had a panic attack. 
I don't know. I it, now I'm trying to call Francie back, and she's not picking up. So I think he just wanted oh. all the girls at the hospital to see his chest. Oh well, okay, Francie, are you there? Oh shit! <laughs> it's gone. You got it off. You got it. All I saw was your forehead. So, uh, <laughs> uh, Adam Hebert. I didn't know he was. I didn't know he was. Uh, hold on, Francie. Adam Hebert's. Uh, he, he's moping because I didn't give him a gift. So I'll tell you what, Adam. I'm gonna get you for impeachment eve. The entire Blu-ray box set with outtakes of the entirety of the Sean Hannity program. Mm -mm. Oh God! Wow! Yeah. Was that like from the first episode to to now? It, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wow. And we'll just up to keep sending him a new. It'll be like you know that when you join you know Columbia House, uh, he'll get a new Blu-ray every month. So. Oh, wait a minute, God. wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that box at all outtakes? <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> I think so. So, yeah. well, Francie, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on a reverse call-in. A happy impeachment eve to you, oh, my sister. Thank you for having me. Happy impeachment eve. Hi, Miles, Michelle. Hi, Hi. Marnus. Hi, Mr. Marnus. How's Mrs. Marnus? <laughs> Mrs. Marnus is fine. <laughs> We were but, the two <laughs> yes, I uh, I can't be sorrier, but you know that's who you are to me. You oh, are I, I, I understand perfectly. You know, I, I, sure. Yeah, I mean, you're the that's who you are to me. Hi, Hi Ken. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Francie. How are? Oh, uh, and, uh, huh? And I must say, my favorite poll mm -hmm. is. Festivus pole. Oh, the aluminum pole. Sure. Feats of strength. As you speak, it's being shined up. <laughs> wow. Oh. Where are the heads tonight? Uh, the heads are looking at me. They're all decorated. There's all kinds of crap. Donald Trump baby balloon is in the corner crying. Could you turn your camera on and turn toward the heads? <laughs> no, I'm only kidding. Festivus is no. back! I'll get the pole out of the crawl space. There you yes. go. <laughs> <It's> miracle. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we have the next best thing to a, the aluminum pole in our house. We have the aluminum tree. Woo! So he does. Yeah. It's shiny and bright. It is. Because one of my relatives light. had one of my relatives had the white tree with the wheel, the color wheel. And I thought yeah. that was the most awesome tree I ever saw in my life. We have the color wheel too. Awesome. Well, it's a awesome. it's it's a globe. It's a globe that has four different lenses in it. It has uh, red, yellow, blue, green, and it rotates. So it's been, it's oh been yeah, been. it's it's from the sixties. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. So. Kid up. See, boomers uh, thought of that. Well, I'll put it. Yeah. Thanks, Boomer. Yeah, Boomer. Okay, Boomers. <laughs> yes, we thought. Uh, well, for, in case you in case you didn't see it last week, Francie, here's a picture of our tree this year. It, it doesn't have the light on it, but uh, I oh, put it in the chat. So I, that's great. I'm I'm, I'm fond of it. Camp and you know tacky. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh don't, yeah. It's got. Like the or ornaments. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, you know, they're mostly just ball ornaments and like the, the, the stylized kind of 60s ones. They're repro ornaments. They're not glass. <laughs> with three... with three is nice, too. With three cats, you don't have the glass. But yeah, we've, we've got the shiny deers, and then there's two uni big unicorn heads on there, too. Um, so... Yeah, I was going to ask, what does Tennessee think of the tree? Well, Tennessee... <laughs> well, I know you have a new cat, so... Well, that's the thing. I don't know if you saw, but we 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 ten transitioned Tennessee to the garage until he was fixed. <laughs> Tennessee's yeah. not seen the tree yet, and we're oh. waiting. <laughs> where, so, uh, he'll be okay with it. He'll be okay with it. So, okay. but yeah, it's, it's kind of a long process. Tennessee's been fixed and healing in the garage, away from the other cats, away from jumping and running. So, um, but I've got a heating pad and a heater out there and we go out there and spend time with them and stuff. It's tough though. Cause it's so fucking cold. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, but yeah, we, we, uh, he, he was, he was in heat and he was spraying inside. Oh, yeah. That's a well, we, we transitioned him to. We transitioned him back outside and then uh, got him fixed and then put him in the garage. So, right. um, with uh, the hope I had of a cat uh, spray the inside of my gym bag once. Oh, boy. boy. So, you yeah. had sweaty socks and. So I cleared out the gym. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Socks. Oh. But yeah, oh Francie, I've, I'm finding some really fun stuff for your your care package. Uh, I, I'm really uh -oh. excited about it. So am I. Yeah. So, because uh, you know, I mean, last year, what you you got was it last year? You got the Ninja Bread Men and a whole bunch of weird stuff. Yeah, I think it was last year or the year before. Yeah. And I got the Jesus candle, which I'll oh, be lighting yeah. up for um, Festivus and for um, uh, the Winter Solstice. <laughs> ah, very nice, very nice. So I put the Jesus in, in pagan rituals. I love it. I love it. Well, that's what Christians did too. They put Jesus in in pagan rituals. They converted people by throwing in, you know, the pagan stuff. Yeah, it's the Christmas tree. I'm sorry, Christians. I'm sorry, especially the jerk Christians. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the debates that were going on back then? Can you imagine all the debates going on? It's like, all right, all right, all right, okay, hold on. Okay, we're not giving up the drinking from the Saturnalia, okay? Is that cool? And they're like, all right, whatever. Just do drink in the name of Jesus. All right, well, the tree. Yep. The tree we're keeping. All right, yep. we'll find some reference in the Bible to justify it. So. Yep. <laughs> There's got to be they're like tree, 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 tree. There's something about a tree, burning bush. No, too much. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, that that always fascinates me. But Francie, is there anything in particular on your mind, or do you want to talk about paganism and uh, and uh, and Christmas? Well, what is on my mind is I almost got killed tonight. Don't get killed. <laughs> no. I was driving home on Route One, you which playing, is uh, the Delaware, you playing, Delaware Highway. Were you playing Pokemon Go while you were driving? No, it was <laughs> raining. Okay. And I was going at a moderate speed, and I heard this like smack on the windshield. Right, so I thought oh, no. a branch fell. Right, 
There were no branches. It was the friggin' windshield wiper flew off. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. And I couldn't see. So I got myself over, because it's a rental car, to the rental place. Drive in. The guy says, go drive two blocks down to the Firestone. And I said, I can't see. Give me a new car, Dick. <laughs> me, wait. Idiot, I get in the car to try to drive to Firestone and I got a block and I turned around. I said, I can't F and C. So I come back. There were two guys in the office, right? They both leave me in the office to go get windshield wipers. So I'm sitting in this office and a lady comes in and she's all like harried. She got hit. She got in an accident, like a fender bender. And she oh needed a car. God. So she's taking her coat off and sitting down. She's sitting for a minute. She said, is anyone here? <laughs> and I said, well, <laughs> they're taking care of me. They went to get windshield wipers. And the lady said, what? <laughs> and in this, their office is right in a crash and collision place. Hello? Yeah. She said, <laughs> they don't have any windshield wipers here. Aren't there any auto parts here? I said, don't ask me. But I said, ah, if I could, I'd go back and help you, you know, because I know how to use computers and mm -hmm. stuff. So we were chitting and chatting, and she said I should have stayed home. I said, yeah, me too. But we were saying it could have been worse. So yeah. then the guy came in, and he said, you got two brand spanky new windshield wipers. I don't know where the other guy went. He never came back. So oh, I got drunk. in the car. Get in the car, start driving. Stopped raining. <laughs> of course it did. So I got home safe and sound, and I almost kissed the ground when I got home. <laughs> <laughs> it was all wet and muddy, and I said, nah. Yeah. So that that was my little uh, little adventure. So I, I when Festivus comes, boy, do I have a big problem with some people. Boy, am I going to air my grievances. <laughs> 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 the biggest fucking problem is that big boil in D.C., that big fat orange boil. That big greasy bastard. Yes, the big turd. <laughs> yes. oh, God. I, can't, I can't stand him. You know, writing on his, his stationery. God, what an asshole. Well, I, I hope you have a great Festivus, though. Uh, I got another Festivus clip for you. Happy Festivus! Happy Festivus! Happy Festivus! Hey! Happy Festivus, everyone! <laughs> it's a Festivus miracle! There you go. It's a strength. I'll be flinging, I don't know what, out the door. Because mm -hmm. I can't fight. And so maybe something will happen to baby balloon Trump. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. You know, oh, uh, did did you know I perform Festivus Miracles? You do? I do. When we go down to Susan's aunt's, they have a pool room, and it's oh, they keep open all year round, like heated, really nice pool, nice. brackish. I don't know what you call it, but it's part salt water, part chlorine. Um, and uh, it's all indoor. It's all nice and warm. But if if I go swimming down there, what I do is I take my swim trunks and I throw them outside in the cold and and, <laughs> I, and I freeze them and then I bring them inside and I hold them upside down. <laughs> and that's my Festivus miracle is my swim trunks. Uh, 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 see? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's me performing my Festivus miracle. <laughs> I'll see if I can find a picture of that. I, I might be able to find a picture of that. Um, so what do you do? You throw the trunks out and they freeze in the air like when you throw no, water not, out? Not like that. No, I leave them outside for like an hour and then they freeze and then I bring them inside and I hold them upside down like, look at the magic I'm doing. These shorts are stiff and, you know. So, oh. or maybe I just didn't wash them for a month. So, <laughs> oh my goodness, too much information, Kenny Pick. I know I am a, just a horrible man. So, anyway, well, Francie, thank you for being on with us. And uh, yeah, I eagerly anticipate you uh, receiving your package. It should be there before Christmas. Um, oh, lots of fun stuff. And of course, oh, you will be getting. You will be getting. Uh, I'll, I'll spoil the one thing. You're definitely getting um, a pack of the uh, Mother Pence's safe sesh rolling papers that Dad sent. Uh, that Dad ah! gave me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now so I have to get some pot to fill it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, I'm sure you can muster something up. So, uh, at the very least, it's a nice collector's item. So. Ooh. So, mother pence mother pence uh. safe sesh so uh and some other great stuff but anyway um oh you're getting the farting the 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 farting trump keychain for sure so ah! uh, yeah <laughs> oh, be fun walking around here because the trump 2020 flags and banners and billboards are popping up all over the place down here mm, it's not sure. it's yeah. nauseating all right. Well, Francie, we all love you, sister, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? Thanks for having me. Bye, everyone. Bye, Take care, Bye Francie. Bye. All right. Happy holidays. And uh, all right. So uh, let's go ahead and run to the break. When we come back, we'll get into a roundup for all the rest of the audio we have. And um, I don't know. Maybe we'll have time for something else. Maybe we can, you know, grab Sean Hannity by a body part or something. He'll grab Sean Hannity by whatever body part you want to grab Sean Hannity no, by. No, that's not happening. So, anyway, uh, hang tight. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night right after this. Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> And now, on with the show. It's a Festivus miracle. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. 
He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet. That's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Once again, welcome back to the Impeachment Eve here on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Radio for Humans. Humans like Francie, and thank you for joining us, Francie, for a reverse call, and that was a lot of fun. And, of course, joining me, as always, on the program, Mr. Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City, at Marnus3 on Twitter. At Marnus3 on Twitter. (laughs) 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 I think Uh-oh. so. He's still on the call. Maybe he sat I'm on still his here. mute button. There you go. There I'm you still, go. Yeah, I had a flashing mute button here. I sat oh. at it, actually. Okay. Well, yeah, it happens. I understand. Actually, and by the way, I have to apologize to uh, Mark Twain. Mark Twain Same. did not write the, the, the night before Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. But at least I didn't. Give give credit to Roger Clemens. Oh, yes, God. that's true. Because that would have been mixed up, huh? Yeah, yes, that would that would have been over. Uh, that would have been beyond the pale. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, or oranges and lemons say the bell of St. Clemens. Um, right. So anyway, and uh, here comes a chopper to chop off your head. Uh, anyway. Uh, and uh, I'm sorry, I got distracted. That that's from well, it, it's an old. What mm, British nursery rhyme kind of thing, but it was also used in George Orwell's 1984. Uh, of course, welcome back, Miles Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hi. Yes. Hello. Thank you. Look, I did. I did the the hello. I did the waver uh, in my voice that you use so often. You're rubbing off on me. <laughs> ah. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm flattered. All right, uh, and uh, Michelle Lagan, Port St. Lucie, Florida, baker of all things cookies. So yeah, but I haven't baked in about a year. So well, uh, uh, we'll we'll wait for it. We'll we'll have you uh, uh, maybe make some festivist cookies. Ah, okay. Maybe. <laughs> so, oh, speaking of uh, impeachment, uh, a really fun uh, flavor treat out there. There is a dark chocolate in mint Kit Kat bar. That is uh, that I saw in the gas station tonight, and I bought a couple of them, and they're so good. They taste like Andy's mints with a wafer in them. So good, so good. Oh, cool. So, uh, yeah, check them out. I think they're called. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it's called, but it's it's it's. You'll know it when you see it. Anyway, uh, well, yeah. So, welcome back, everybody. Uh, sorry, I'm all out of sorts here for no reason at all. Uh, but I want to get to some audio uh, that I have, uh, and I, I'm sorry, everybody, I'm not playing this because I like them, but I think it's important. I think it's important to play. Mm. Uh, Poppy Harlow had an interview with Carly Fiorina the other day, right? And there were moments in it that I thought were good, and there were moments in it that were infuriating. Uh, but uh, uh, here, here's part one, and it, she's saying... Trump must be impeached, but there's a reason why 
a lot of Republicans don't want him impeached. So here, here we go. Poppy Harlow, Carly Fiorina. Do you believe President Trump should be impeached and removed from office? I think he is going to be impeached. And I think he won't be removed from office. Should he be uh, removed I mean, I from think, office? If you were, you ran well, for Senate, again, if you were a, in the Senate? It's a hypothetical. I think it is vital that he be impeached. Whether removed this close to an election, I don't know. But I think the conduct is impeachable. And what I regret is that the principles that are being debated in this impeachment trial, separation of powers, abuse of power, obstruction of Congress, those principles are not as immediate or intense as partisanship or people's belief that um, the policies that I care about impact me personally. So for example, there is a large pro-life community in this country and they feel disrespected by the Democrat Party. And my prediction is oh. they will stand by Trump through everything because that issue is not only important to them, but it's personal to them. You know what's personal to me and what I'm, uh, I, I, I feel uh, offended by is when I'm referred to as a member of the Democrat Party. Yeah, it is the fucking Democratic Party and conservatives, Republicans, you want my fucking respect, <clears throat> treat me like I'm a human being and don't try to turn me into a rat is what you're doing with Democrat. I, I mean, it's so blatant and Republicans have mm -hmm. told me family member, conservative family members have told me in the past. Oh, well, yeah, we do that to emphasize the rat. Because you're not democratic. You're just the Democrat Party. So, okay, these people feel disrespected, the, the, the pro-lifers out there, quote-unquote pro-lifers. Well, I'm going to say this again. I've said it before on the show. Is They like to call us baby killers, and they like to say that we have blood on our hands because we're pro-choice, because we're pro-women's reproductive rights. No, that's you guys. Because what have you done to overturn Roe v. Wade? nothing why haven't you because it's a fundraising tool so if you truly believe that abortion is killing babies and murder then don't put don't do not impose your morals on us those are your morals and you've done nothing about it you're the baby killers by your own standards so you can fuck off with trying to lay that on us on the democrat party so I, I'm, I'm so that that incenses me so much. She's trying to oh, oh yeah. Carla Fiore oh oh she's being so compassionate about this. But what the Democrat Party needs to know, you just fucking blew it, and uh -huh. it is so pervasive. It is so pervasive and infuriating. It is. Um, but it is. it's their little it's their little little code they have. It's just like when you'll hear most Republicans talk of the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. which is an insult to Ukraine. Yes, it is. So, but you'll, you'll see most conservatives, and you'll see it more during this debate that we're having over impeachment, when they refer to Ukraine, they'll say the Ukraine, 
which is really a Russian propaganda term. Mm-hmm. Miles, you want to jump in there? Yeah, no, I I absolutely agree. Um, I'm I don't get upset about them using that Democrat party because I'm not I don't want to give them the power over me over such a you know uh, lame tactic you know if if that's that's an ad hominem they are they're intentionally trying to get under your skin to get you to think emotionally and think irrationally I'm I can yeah I mean yeah, I, I can understand that I I think because so, it is such a base thing that's what pisses me off because they think you know because it's not going to work on on people like me or or, or whatever but it, it it works on their bobbleheads you know true yeah so when they try and get under my skin by using that tactic I mean you know you can reverse it on them just as easily by saying conservative and you know. Or, it's so there's there's give and take on that if yeah. you want to take that route, but I, I I like to stick with the facts and just stick them with the, you know like oh how's your how's your uh, soon to be you know <laughs> impeach president doing yeah yeah I, <laughs> oh, yeah exactly obviously you did yeah I mean I, I I do like calling them repukes that's that's a fun fun one for me um but uh, Michelle and any thoughts on that uh, Carly 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 Fee Arena clip. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, I, I, I um, blowjobs are definitely uh, nonpartisan. <laughs> True. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. making somebody going after somebody for their sex life is definitely a threat to national security. So it's nonpartisan, and you know, you you have you have to you catch them in a lie to even make an impeachment uh, charge stick. Mm-hmm. So. No, that's that's all I have to say about that. Other than Republicans is my favorite. Yeah. One. Oh, that's a good one yeah. too. Um, and uh, all right, so let me get to the, the next clip with her uh, because in, in the one of the one of the reasons I'm playing this uh, is is more more for the 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 fact that this is out there. There are Republicans out there who are going off the, you know, just going off on Trump on, on you know, national TV. So, uh, but uh, here's part two. Um, anyway, here we go. It is notable that you, a Republican who has run for office for the Senate as a Republican, for president as a Republican, who may run again as a Republican, is saying it is, quote, vital that he be impeached. What are you hearing from your Republican friends in the House and the Senate? I think... What is uh, your message to them? I think my message is, in this country, hanging on to a job is not the most important thing. In this country, we don't pledge allegiance to a party or to a president. In this country, principles matter. And in particular, the principle that we have co-equal branches of government and that no one is above the law and that it is Congress's duty to oversee and to investigate. What does the Republican Party today stand for? I don't know. Loyalty to Trump is what I think it stands for. And what has... Sadly. What sadly. Ha- what has the arc of the last three years... Well, 
taught you and what do you want the party to be the in, Republican in five party, years? The Republican Party was the party of Abraham Lincoln. I think, I believe huh? three things that I thought the party stood for. Number one, everyone has potential and we should not be defined by our circumstances. Number two, people closest to the problem know best how to solve it. And number three, power concentrated is power abused, always. It doesn't matter how well intended the holder of power is. Power concentrated is power abused. Those are the things I believe. I don't know that the Republican Party believes in those things anymore. They certainly don't act well, that way. They used to be uh, clear-eyed about the danger from Russia or China or North Korea. I don't know that they are any. Uh, yeah, I, anyway, uh, Miles, why don't you jump in on that one? She is sounding very reasonable. I mean, yeah, she threw the lobbying of, um, the Democrat party thing and, um, oh, you know, it's just. Still not cussed her as far as I can throw her. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. no, but. Well, but if you think she said. Pointing it, out. Yeah. If you think she's uh, sounding reasonable, just wait till the next clip, but go ahead. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry, but well, <laughs> the part that sounds reasonable is the talking about you know power consolidated is power corrupt. I mean, it's she's she's yeah. I, oh, I don't doubt that there's going to the the she might try and spin something one way or another, but um, by saying I don't know what the, the Republican Party stands for anyway, yeah, she's she's laying down this you know little groundwork like you know i sound reasonable so what whatever yeah i i heard something about some spin coming so yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm i'm holding my breath uh yeah yeah you should uh, not for too long though <laughs> so uh michelle you want to jump in there anybody who you know she, she she's you know she has to have some sort of a brain in her head she's seen the writing on the wall so she has to sound reasonable but mm -hmm. the problem is with people like her she's not going to be able to keep up that um that reasonable that reasonable uh, uh mindset for very long she yeah. will eventually uh, uh mess up yeah, well, yeah, in, in the next minute, she will. Um, yeah, <laughs> in the next clip, she's yeah. going to mess up. Yeah. Uh, but, and the, the only reason I, again, once again, the only reason I like this is Carly Fiorina is somebody who still is um, relatively respected in Republican circles. I, I, hate, I can't stand her. I'm not going to say I hate her. I don't hate her uh, uh, for the simple fact Trump's attacks against her made me a little sympathetic to her you know can you imagine seeing that face every day or whatever he said about her um she the one with a demonic sheep in her ad the sheep with the red eyes Ooh, wasn't I, I thought that was uh joni was that joni that ernst her. that the, was it her joni i don't remember i was one I of them know. it was one of those the, those the yeah it's been a while so yeah um, i thought she was a demon sheep but it could have been one of the others it could have been her I think their names yeah their names tend to flow together because you know once i hear what they're talking about i tend not mm -hmm. to pay attention to them anymore <laughs> like uh like biscuits biscuit yeah so biscuit yeah, like, uh, biscuit uh <laughs> anyway uh joe uh give us your thoughts on that before we get to the last uh before before she um she slowly she <laughs> turns yeah, the thing with that she's trying to do, as opposed to the the four P 
people we started the the show with uh, in that article in the New York Times, the op-ed in the New York Times. One thing I'll say for them, trust them or not, is that they've gone all in on being untrumpy. Mm-hmm. You know, Fiorina in this little clip seems to want to have her foot, one foot in, one foot out. Yeah, riding the fence. She's trying to have this both ways. Mm-hmm. You know, she's doing... Uh, That's fair. She's doing a Nikki Haley. Oh, oh Trojan you know, Rabbit says Fiorina was the demon sheep, yes. So. Okay. <laughs> yes, she was. Yes, she was. But, uh, yeah, I, she, she's doing uh, what I, I call... A Nikki Haley, you know, she's yeah, she's doing the uh, yeah, he's not such a bad guy, but I did uh, disagree with him sometimes. But he's not, you know, he's the president yeah, and everything, and, you know, the you flag, know. yeah, and yeah. all that flag, uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that the stars and bars down, but uh, you know, it's not such a bad flag. He's no. pretty, 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 pretty good. good. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we need that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but uh, but that's that's what she's doing. She's doing the Nikki Haley. Well, in in here, it, and she's going to prove your point right here. Uh, so uh, buckle up, uh, kids. Uh, it's going to be a bumpy oh, one. If you do run for political office again, will you run as a Republican or has I don't the- know. I don't know if I'm running, and I don't know if I will. So has the party potentially lost you? We'll see. I don't make rash decisions, but. My party designation doesn't define me, honestly. It never has. Um, I've sure? never yeah, felt has. that <laughs> the party was owed my loyalty. Mm. Um, I do believe that in this country, citizens are sovereign, that we are actors in our own right. Um, I have voted for Democrats in years past. Uh, it wouldn't be the first uh-huh. time in 2020 if that's what I ended up doing. Do you recognize the Republican Party I don't, right actually. now? I don't. I, I have spoken publicly about the fact that in this country, we pledge allegiance to a flag and we pledge an oath of loyalty to the Constitution, not to a party and not to a president. And so... I think that's all about politics, the politics of winning. The party is focused on winning, just as Democrats are too, by the way. And so I, I think Republicans are behaving the way they do because they think it's going to help them win. Did you, Carly Fiorina, vote for President Trump? Yeah, I actually did. And I've been very disappointed. I did. Um, I felt that Hillary Clinton also was corrupt. Will President Trump get your vote oh in 2020? Oh, my God. Honestly, it depends who the Democrats put up, and I won't go any further than that. For me, mm-hmm. character matters. Character is destiny for a party, for a nation, for a president. Conduct matters. And um, some of this conduct, like publicly berating a decorated war veteran who shows up in response to a lawfully issued subpoena of Congress, I think that conduct is not just unbecoming. I think it's destructive to our republic. But also vote for him. <laughs> yeah. But I'll still consider the guy. Oh, sure, sure. You know, I felt, I had feelings that Hillary Clinton was also corrupt. Oh, you thought Trump was corrupt and you voted for him too? That's what she said. She felt that they were both wow. corrupt, but, you know, 
You had feelings. Well, now you fucking don't have feelings. You know Trump is corrupt now. You weirdo. Seriously. Feelings. Nothing, more, Nothing than more than feelings. feelings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do have I do have the uh, the Albert Morris uh, or the Morris Albert uh, uh, clip. Yeah. <laughs> Pitched up, <laughs> pitched up for your convenience. Yes. So, but she's uh, a little pitched up herself. Uh, she's yeah, maybe. Um, uh, but yeah. So Miles, there you go. Uh, she was like, well, you know, I mean, yeah, he's he's corrupt. He's an asshole. Uh, I felt Hillary Clinton was corrupt, so I had to vote for the reality game show host who wanted to grab women by the pussy and uh, said I had an ugly face. Yeah, I, I can hardly wait for the whoever the uh, Democrats nominate, and then she steps forward and goes, yeah, that's who I was afraid of, so I'm going to vote for Trump. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, exactly. We'll have to see who they nominate my ass. Yeah. If it's any of the, uh, if it's any of the uh, people running, no, I won't be voting the Democrat. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> Michelle, uh, any, any thoughts on that before we get a break? I have nothing. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, we're gonna go ahead and go to the break. Uh, we're definitely gonna do one Mad Lib tonight. I found a very appropriate one for uh, impeachment eve. So get ready for that, folks. And um, uh, and and now I, I and when we come back, I have another Republican who's actually trying to primary Trump, Joe Walsh. With Allison Camarota and in responding to what Carly Fiorina said and some other interesting things. Again, not I do not like this guy. I think Joe Walsh is an asshole. Um, mm. I, I I will give him credit for saying he was wrong about the racist shit he said. He said he was racist against Obama. I don't forgive, but I acknowledge that he actually said, and I and I don't necessarily even believe that he's changed his heart. You know. Uh, I seriously doubt it. But I, I actually believe he's corrupt. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't feel he's corrupt. Um, <laughs> but no, but there, there's some interesting responses. And again, I think he, he's trying to he's trying to ride the fence as well, except he's trying to do it with Democrats and moderate Republicans, not the Trump cult. Um, so, uh, you know, we're not falling for it, Joe Walsh, but I, I, again, the more this stuff that's on TV, when we have impeachment going on and this Lincoln project and all that stuff, all this stuff, you might, everybody here might hate these people who are saying this and doesn't, we don't trust them as far as we could throw them, but that's okay. Because if they piss us off, just imagine how much more it pisses off Trump. That's what I'm in. Uh, that's why I'm here. That's why I'm popping popcorn is to see all these people coming out. Because do you remember when all the Democrats came out against Obama like this? Um, yeah, didn't happen. Remember when all of Obama's staffers from his campaign and his, uh, you know, in the, in the Oval Office went to prison? Yeah, that never happened. 
you know, and all, all you Trump cultists out there who are saying Hillary Clinton, you know, lock her up and Obama should, is going to go into jail for wiretapping and all the fake shit you talk about. Yeah. Any day now, any day now. <laughs> um, but anyway, we're going to go to the break right now. When we come back, I'll play the Joe Walsh stuff. We'll do our Mad Lib. And, uh, and yes, and Adam is right. The only good Joe Walsh uh, worked with the Eagles. And I wish I could play Rocky Mountain High right now, but I can't. I'll play Multicolored Lights, my demo Christmas song from Hairwolf, um, right after this. Turn up the light, Mr. Something's going to happen. Remember where you are. You know what happens on this program. The people who are careful what they say. What's going to happen? Something wonderful. Miles Lagant, inviting you to listen to Mike Check Radio. Every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, our host Adam Hebert will be bringing the latest in politics and nerd news to discuss, including movies, games, and anime, all while putting up with boss-level button-pushing from yours truly. I'm your huckleberry. Also, my lovely wife Michelle, the mistress of mayhem, will be there to pwn Adam for his use of the F-bomb. 
I'm nice and sweet and pure. So fuck off! And Metal Master Kenny Pick will help keep the show on the rails with a stern but guiding hand. Indie Media Weekly, doing the best with what we have to work with. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of The Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern. Right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Rain and Bobber from, from ForFreedomsBlog.com, and we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at Indie Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right, a happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy, happy holidays, holidays and, and don't drink the green eggnog. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And thank you, Port St. Lousy. Welcome back to the program, everybody. And uh, we're going to get right back into it because I don't want to keep Miles up past his bedtime. Um, <laughs> so uh, here we go. Uh, this is Joe Walsh with Allison Camarota responding to what Carly Fiorina had said earlier in the day yesterday about uh, Trump. Here we go. Good for her for saying that Trump needs to be impeached. But if he needs to be impeached, that's because he's unfit. He's done something that goes against the Constitution. And then to say that you still might vote for him, it makes no sense. But it's a reminder, Brooke, of how like cultish and strong 
his hold is over Republican elected officials. But why? I mean, part of the reason Carly Fiorina explained to Poppy that she may, may not vote for him in 2020 is because she doesn't know who the, who the Democratic nominee will be. And isn't that the issue with so many of these Republicans? They're just like, well, I don't know who it'll be on, on the Democratic side, so I may, you know, hate his guts, yeah. but I still may vote for him. It's an easy out. But again, it shouldn't matter, Brooke, because I know Carly Fiorina believes that Donald Trump is unfit for that office. I believe that. I know Fiorina believes that. I know most of my former colleagues believe that. If you believe that, then it doesn't matter who, right, the Democrats nominate. Now, I know, you know, Biden would be more palatable for a lot of Republicans. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of Republicans like Carly are waiting for it to work itself out. But no, you've got to take a stand now and say it doesn't matter. Trump's unfit. All right. Well, uh, I, I think that was a little bit more powerful than what Fiorina said. Obviously, he said, you know, good for her. But hey, really? You would consider voting for him? <laughs> um, so, uh, again, I, I, I think this falls under the schism, perhaps. You know, Let I'm them okay. fight. So I, I like this in that sense that they can't even come to a consensus on, on their side, even with the people who aren't in the Congress or Senate that aren't the Gomerts and the Jordans and the Grams and, you know, all the other fucking bobbleheads that are just embarrassments to the nation right now. Um, I, I think this is powerful and important, again, because we didn't know this Lincoln Project thing was coming out. And all of these people came out yesterday, you know, well, not all, you know, there, there were a, a fair amount of Republicans because, uh, you know, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, you know, well, I'm sorry, I'm kidding, Fox. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, these the networks are looking for Republicans to come out to say, yeah, they support impeachment. And I think we've had a boon um, in the last two days. And I think it's, it, it could potentially be a cumulative effect that is, A, going to just completely piss off Trump. And B, maybe sway some people who were on the fence. What do you think, Michelle? Um, possibly. But still, you brought up a good, the one good point you brought up is that, you know, she said she'll still vote for him. Even if he's a criminal, even if you know he's gone against the Constitution. Yeah. You will vote for him over somebody that's a Democrat or another party that might be more, you know. If, if I yeah. may, I mean, it's it, ridiculous. Uh, it, 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 you could see her rationalization for why she would vote for Trump if the Democrats put up somebody like, say, Elizabeth Warren, who threatens <laughs> Fiorina's wealth with a two percent tax. I mean, she priorities people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I obviously, know. certain things can value are, are mean more than the you know future of this country. Yeah. I'm gonna put it back in the hands of a criminal. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, Joe, uh, what do you think about uh, what Joe Walsh said there? Well, like everybody, I have no respect for Joe Walsh. Yeah. Um, but again, <laughs> uh, I don't trust him. I don't believe him. But if his words and his presence in any way damages Trump, go for it, Joe. No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. 
You know, wow. I mean, I mean, uh, I'm not convinced. Okay, that he's a convert to reality, but uh, whatever. You know, yeah, he like, was one of those people that was Trump before Trump was Trump. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was the, the right wing's answer to uh, Genghis Khan, you know, in this country. But uh, you know, yeah, go, Joe go Walsh. Him, you know, Joe Walsh notoriously uh, referred to uh, President Obama as boy back in yeah. the day. So, yeah. yeah, and you know, racists rarely change their stripes. So. Um, but you know, any damage he does to Trump, anytime he goes on TV and 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 uh, takes one or two votes away from Trump, uh, mm-hmm. good. <laughs> well, now this I'm, one, I'm not, a, I'm not a real believer. Uh, yeah, I'm not a true believer either. Um, yeah. But this one, I thought was fucking hilarious. Uh, th- this last clip, um, not very long, and then we'll we can start. You know, we'll get through our Mad Lib and start wrapping things up. Uh, but it, this is. Um, <laughs> this is what he says he, he, he basically said trump's not gonna let go he'll be around even if he is you know removed from office and he details what his plan is <laughs> which uh this is something we we talked about at, you know this is something we pretty much said uh if if he didn't get elected in 2016 this is what he was going to do but joe walsh is saying it again We've heard from um, Mitch McConnell, obviously, on this whole impeachment inquiry. He's saying he's coordinating with with the White House on this. Lindsey Graham proudly stating that he will not be a fair juror. Where do you stand on that? I'm so struck, Brooke, and a wonderful interview with Debbie Dingell, Congresswoman Dingell. I am so struck by the difference in how, and I'm a Republican, how seriously Democrats are taking this vote. This whole process, I mean, they're pained. This may not help them politically, but these Democrats are showing real courage. My fellow Republicans, former colleagues, I mean, this is like a joke. It's like they just want to get it over with. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't even care about the gravity of this moment. They just want it done. Oh, I I think I I played the last clip uh, first. Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, did I miss? I think I missed a clip. Yeah, uh, oh, that's right. I, I've only played two of the clips. Anyway, that wasn't the clip I meant to play. This this is. Uh, but yeah, listen to this. This is Trump's big plan if he if he is removed from office or or loses. Well, how about where Americans are? You look at this new Fox News poll. Fifty percent of respondents said that they would like him and not only impeached but removed from office. And then an additional four percent said yes, they would favor him being impeached but not removed from office. Bottom line, that's where the country is right now. And my question to you is: Looking at you in your shoes, you know, challenging him, why aren't other Republicans primarying him? (laughs) They're they're afraid, and they Brooke they 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 think Trump will be gone in a year. They think he's losing in November of 2020. Yeah, see, here's like the deep, dark secret. A lot of my former Republican colleagues want him to lose in 2020. They want Trump gone. They want the stench and the, 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 the problem that Trump is gone. And they've made a bet that he's going to be gone in a year, so I'll just keep my mouth quiet. I'll hide under this. Do you think that's a smart bet, Joe Walsh? No, not, not at all, because 
I don't think Trump's going anywhere, Brooke. I think he's going to lose in 2020 in the primary or in the general, but he's not going to go away. He'll, he'll, he'll cause trouble. He doesn't care about the Republican Party. He'll grab Sean Hannity by whatever body part you want to grab ah. Sean Hannity by. They'll start their own network. He'll grab his voters. Trump doesn't care about what happens to the Republican Party. That's why I think a lot of my former colleagues are really mistaken thinking they can just wait for the storm to go. All right, so yeah, that uh, I'm sorry I played those those clips out of order, but uh, I thought it was it was kind of funny, Joe, that he brought up the 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 fact of you know Trump TV. He's gonna yank on Hannity's wiener and and tug him along, <laughs> <laughs> or whatever body part, or whatever body part. You know, or I mean, you know, you, you his you liver, his just, his kidneys sure yeah uh, you know uh his yeah. uh his, his that was the plan that was the plan maybe his penis i'm sorry i'm sorry ouch but yeah yeah he'll grab sean hannity by whatever body part you want to grab sean hannity by hell? so go ahead <laughs> yeah. well that was the plan uh when he thought he was going to lose in 2016 there was a lot of exactly chatter that 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 was going to happen so uh I mean, can you imagine what a losing fiasco that would be for an impeached president to get Sean Hannity? I mean, Sean Hannity wouldn't even do that. He'd be like, um, I know where my paycheck's coming from right now at Fox. Yeah, you go go start, you know, get somebody from OAN, you know. <laughs> get somebody from Newsmax or Gateway Pundit. <laughs> oh, Bill O'Reilly's been looking for work. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's Hannity is uh, is a bobblehead and an asshole and a liar, but he's no dummy where when it comes to knowing where his meal ticket is. Janine might go with him though. Who knows? Oh yeah. I could see she that. Lou Dobbs. Right. Lou Dobbs. Oh Dobbs, yeah. He's at yeah. he's playing the back nine right now, so maybe maybe he'll go. The dobblehead. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, Michelle. I mean, what, what do you think would be a good na- name for the the Trump pulling Hannity by his wiener network? Uh, <laughs> I'm PNS. sorry to put you on the spot. What's that? PNS. <laughs> oh, PNS don't. Network. Don't say, don't, don't say, say that in this house. house. So, yeah, <laughs> Miles, Miles, you got a name idea you want to throw out there? Um, oh, for Trump leading. Uh, um, let's see. Well, it, it 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 probably still would be Fox News, but we could give it a different lo- uh, a different like. Um, Tagline, oh. not fair and balanced. Yeah, tagline, yeah, not, but, like, yeah. Know, fair and balanced. It, it, it'd yeah. be, it'd be, you know, um, you know, tug and go. <laughs> oh wow, the reach around new hour. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, uh, yes, I will, I'll, I'll let you ride the A train out. <laughs> tug and go. <laughs> That's good. That's quality material there, Miles. So anyway, uh, Joe, any any final thoughts uh, before we get to the Mad Lib? 
Let's go to Mad Lips. I need. Yeah, Mad I think Lips. that's all we can do right now. I'm yeah, yeah. as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Lips. Oh God bless Mad Lips. Okay, here we go. Um, it's mostly filled up, so we're good. All right, I'll tell you what. I think Miles is gonna be good for an adjective tonight. Okay. Um, make it. Ma- everybody, that make it all filthy. Make it as filthy and creepy as you want. That counts as an adjective, doesn't it? Penile. What, what, what was it? Penile. Yeah. Well, we already have the word that you can't say in this house. Used. Uh, so. All right. Go adjacent, uh, uh, maybe. Let's just just go with the classic uh, moist. Ah, uh, okay. There you go. Do you want me to put moist and sticky? Oh. Yes. Uh, we, we, yeah, it, yeah. 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 Right, we'll put moist and sticky. Yeah, that, All that, right. Yeah. Yeah. Bounces it up a notch. Michelle, give us an occupation. An occupation. Okay. Sewer fat clog maintenance worker. Sewer fat clog. Fat clog. <laughs> Maintenance. Maintenance. Uh, worker. I'm going to put yeah, W. You know, you have sewers sometimes get backed up with fat clogs and stuff. Got it. So, yes. Okay, it, yeah. it, it, that works beautifully, by the way. <laughs> Joe, I need a verb past tense. The good one's already been used. The good one's already been used. Yeah, the F word. Ah, so, um, Brazilian. (laughs) (laughs) How about Brazilian waxed? Okay. That, that goes. Okay. Yeah, that, that, that would, that, um, and, um, all right. Oh, shit. Only one more. All right. I'll tell you what. Whoever has the best adjective wins. So every <laughs> each one of you give me an adjective, starting with Miles. Oh, I'm the best. Uh, let's see. Um. Uh oh, oh. Um, I'm trying to think of a. How would you ab- uh, 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 um ad- ab- adjective? A the word Santorum. Oh. Um. I would just go with Santorum. It could be a a adjective. You can make an adjective. Yeah, that's that's yeah Santorum like a color or a flavor. Sure, sure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Michelle, what's your what's your adjective? Fleming. Fleming. Uh, and Joe, what's yours? Bent. 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 I'm going to have to go with Santorum. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) All right, here we go. Here is our Mad Lib for tonight. On Impeachment Eve. This is a special... This is a stocking stuffer for everybody. I want you all to download the podcast, clip this out, or write it down, 
in a Christmas card or a Festivus card, whatever have you, a Hanukkah card, write this Mad Lib down for your loved ones. This is a free gift. This is a free gift created by you, the listener, and you, my co-hosts, right here. For Impeachment Eve, we're going to have the Mad Lib, the three branches of government. Yeah. Uh (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Our founding penises. Don't say penis in this house. Designed our designed our corn with three main branches or ears maybe this was protect this was to protect the soups from a moist and sticky leader hi brandy bear uh-huh yeah the three branches form a system of checks and eggnogs the executive branch includes the office of sewer fat clog maintenance worker. <laughs> this branch fucks the the judicial and legislative branches and has stealing power. Oh, good. Just like the executive branch. It's pretty pretty accurate. This, this is the executive yeah. branch. Spot on. The judicial branch is responsible for upholding the gerbil which was Brazilian waxed by our founding fathers. <laughs> Man, you'd have to be careful giving a Brazilian wax to a gerbil, boy. The judicial branch includes a supreme protein bar, which rules on Santorum issues. And finally, the legislative branch is divided into two guts, the House of Representatives and the Senate. Together, they regulate which beans are passed into forklifts. <laughs> this branch, however, can be voted by the sewer fat clog maintenance worker. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh. So, Michelle has essentially renamed the office of president the. <laughs> <laughs> the sewer fat clog maintenance worker, which the, <laughs> he will have an, but by tomorrow, sewer fat clog maintenance worker will have an asterisk by its name. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be impeached. Yeah. Sewer so, yeah. good job, good job, guys. That was good. The three branches of government. On impeachment eve. <laughs> that was brilliant. That was brilliant. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We got a couple minutes before the end of the show. Let's go ahead and do parting shots right now. Uh, let's start with uh, Miles because I know you're, you you got to get running. So, uh, yeah, I'm on, my, I'm on vapors, but uh, I, I'll I'll just say that um, when uh, you get someone that, that, that stokes your fires with the, the use of the word Democrat as an adjective, just gently and kindly remind them that that's not an adjective. And of course, they're just say, well, you know, that's a joke. You know, that's a joke. And, and then you can just say, oh, well, considering all the other stupid things you're saying, I just naturally assume that. Oh, yeah. I, I dig that. All right. I, you know, Miles, I, I will take your sage advice to heart. Thank so. you. <laughs> but sometimes that just burns my ass. Um, so 
Anything else, Miles? I know, but no, no. I just wanted to use that to turn it or turn it on them, which you know. I dig it. I dig it. So, all right, Michelle Lagan. Uh, uh, once again, both of you guys on loan from Mike Check Radio. Thanks again for helping out tonight. Uh, what is your parting shot? I don't have much. Um, we're going to be seeing our niece tomorrow, but I'm hoping Fun. that yet I will have yet a second reason to smile for tomorrow. So, keeping my fingers crossed. Well, you guys gave me a reason to smile tonight because I we had a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So and uh anything else, Michelle? That's it. All right. Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania. Uh Tim Carmel show is coming up in uh, about fifteen minutes. Uh, the original uh, impeachment before Christmas. Very cool. Double shot. I love it. Double shot. Yes. Two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. <laughs> That's it's two for Tuesday, which is also impeachment eve. It is. So. You know, it can only be better if it was two for Tuesday, Taco Tuesday, and Impeachment Eve. And it's all three. So yes, it's the best day ever. <laughs> Close to it. Yeah. Close to it. Best day ever is when Trump leaves leaves the White House. Uh, yeah, that could be good. So, yes. um, but uh, but yeah, it, it is Taco Tuesday, everybody. I'm hungry. Let's get a taco. Yeah. So, go yeah. Ahead. All right, Joe. What do you got? Yeah, that's well. Basically, that's it. Uh, we're doing the Tim Cornwall show with the the uh, night before impeachment, and um, just I know a lot of people go to New York City, you know, for the holidays, see the tree and the decorations, and do a little mm-hmm. shopping, but. A little uh, advice from Elf, the movie, the uh, the gum you see on the sidewalk and railings, that's not free candy. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, shit. <laughs> so. No. No. Well, that's a shame. Not that it but... stopped him, but, <laughs> you know. Well, you know, and it, you know, if you go to New York um, and, and you meet a receptionist. Um, Who sent you? Papa Elf. Papa Elf? Mm-hmm. From the North Pole. From the North Pole? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and make sure you uh, find something good from the bag line uh, for kids. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> from, uh, what was it, Irwin? Um, God, what was it? Some, uh, Irwin something way? What was it? Um Irwin, 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 uh, Irwin, Irwin Mainway, Irwin, Irwin Mainway. Yeah. Yes, so, anyway. yeah. Good. Yeah, so bag, get, get the bago uh, uh, line. line. Yeah. Yeah. The bago diamonds not yet available outside of Ukraine. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> or Rudy Julie. It's, it's in a test market right now. Yeah. Or at a, a Giuliani's office. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, Anyway, uh, yeah, all right. Thank you, guys. Uh, great show tonight. Let's go ahead and wrap things up. Happy holidays to everybody. Uh, I'll see everybody on Friday. I'm not sure who's going to. I think Joe and Rain are going to be here. I'm not sure. We'll see. We're planning on it. So, All right, very good. So uh, we'll see everybody on Friday. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished.
Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. We sell a lot of products in the bag of line. A bag of glass, a bag of nails, bag of bugs, bag of vipers, bag of sulfuric acid.